0: Internet. Sponsored by Gullsauce
1: Shoutcast.
2: Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you nace-outed know, scrap pile. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the? following program is intended for mature audiences.
2: Are you stuck-up, half-witted,
4: scruffy-looking, nerd no You tell that slimy piece of worm-ridden filth they'll get no such pleasure from us.
5: Parental discretion is advised. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
3: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.
1: The show informs us and entertains us, and it binds the fans together. The show is Star Wars on Direct.
0: Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
6: And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, voice of Star Wars fandom, on this edition of... December 16th, 2007, I have uh, with me my co-host, no, my invited host, guest host, what do you like? Guest host? Brian. Uh, guest host's good. Guest host Brian. Guest host,
2: good. Hi everybody. How you doing? It's been a while.
6: Brian was the only one brave enough to face the cold and the winter and he got a ski goggle
3: uh,
2: like, yeah. out of it. I'm taking those to the metro.
6: <laughs> you can't take them home. it's fine. Yay. <laughs> I want to be able to see just like. Rub your nose afterwards, because they tend to leave some marks, apparently.
2: Eh, I'm going to bed when I get home.
6: <laughs> <laughs> with the ski goggles?
2: Yes. So. <laughs> and my new favorite toy.
6: Woohoo! Awesome! Well, uh, today we're doing a, you know the last Star Wars on Direct Show of the year. Uh, there hasn't been much show this year because of you know me being a bad producer <laughs> slash director slash host, and uh, my co-host, Audrey, being so preoccupied with her husband going to Afghanistan and she's gotta take care of the kids and still, you know, do her life as you Real can, so.
2: life. Real life has gotten in the way.
6: It kinda caught up with us, yeah. So it's been uh it's been a difficult year and it's been the thirtieth Star Wars anniversary year, so Yeah. That's that's made it also quite complicated.
2: Yeah, it's a busy year. It was More a
6: very busy year.
2: Kind of not at the same time. Yeah. Not for Star Wars. I don't know, it's it's S- not since May, in my opinion. But anyway.
6: Yeah, you know, it's uh, after celebration things like in North America, at least things pretty much smoothed it out. Which
2: died. I would say and died then, down.
6: Well, then no, I wouldn't say died down because there was a some big announcements made at the GDCC, GDDC, something like that, the Games Developer Conference oh, yeah, yeah. in San Francisco or L.A. somewhere around that part of California.
2: In California.
6: Yeah. And, uh, about the Force Unleashed, of course. Yep. It coming to the Wii. And, uh, now, just this week, it's been announced that the Force Unleashed will be go will be coming to the Nokia Engage. So, the Force Why? Un- the Force Unleashed. What? Is going mobile, <laughs> so that's kind of cool, actually. So people still have an Engage? Well, some people do still have Engage, and the Engage is still being sold, so.
2: That's pretty funny.
6: But I can, I can somewhat tell you that I hear in between the three branches, that there's a new mobile gaming phone coming out. From, from Nokia? From Nokia. Huh. Sometimes in the next two years. So I,
2: I still don't think they can beat the, the iPhone at all. No? No.
6: The iPhone's pretty cool. You can do neat tricks with your fingers.
2: But uh, the iPhone is though. for
6: people who want to have an MP3 player, a phone, and, you know... A camera. A camera and the... Bucket PC thing. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh That's it. Basically, our main subject is going to be, you know, the 30th anniversary year of Star Wars. And how's it been going for you guys? And what happened in your life? Did you make it to C4? Uh Brian, I know you made it to Dragon Con instead Woo-hoo! of C4. I saw you there. Oh, my God. I saw you there, too. I saw you there, like, twice. And, yeah. And then we lost track of each other because there's <laughs> so many people.
3: It's... <laughs>
2: The best con, in my opinion. Yeah.
6: And we're going to have a very special guest on the show tonight. Steve Sansweet is coming back <laughs> to <laughs> Star Wars on Direct. Steve has, be, has been uh, grateful enough to uh, let us interview him again about his uh, very nice book that just came out in time for the holiday time, Star The Star Wars Vault. I was and, looking uh, at
2: it today. It's freaking cool. It's, you, you it's just, friggin' pretty. And we
6: were just looking at the chapter's price online. It's like 65 bucks now. It's so it's not bad. You have to go get it. It's Seriously. Really it's the, it's the perfect gift for any Star Wars fan. Even if they have it, there's so much stuff in there. They're going to want to use it. So it's still good. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, do you want to tell people that they can, uh, you know,
2: reach us? Oh, it's been so long since I've done that. Go ahead. I right, us see if I can still do it. You can reach us by email at studio at swendirect.com. Of course, you can listen to us, get to us through the chat at www.swendirect.com. You can listen to us live there. And as well, you can contact me through MSN at swendirect at hotmail.com. Of course, we might experience some troubles with the sound card crashing. But um, I don't remember that happening for a little while since i am just knock no, on wood. No, we're,
6: we're, we're good. It, has, it hasn't yeah, happened.
2: That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> knock on my head. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those of you who will stick around till the end of the show, there's some um, big announcement going on. And uh, Nathan already knows about it, so I hope he's not going to blow the whistle on me and uh, let me announce it big time at the end of the show. So stick around, because I think you're going to like what's coming up for Star Wars on Direct. And uh, just very briefly, very quickly, it has to do with consistency. But no, it's not like more regular show. Uh, on that track, I'll add something later on. Now, um, I don't know where to start, Brian. That, that's possible.
2: Watch. Well, just follow what we wrote down to do.
6: Yeah, that's that's an idea. That's why we have a playlist, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's that that's why we have a plan ahead of time.
6: Well, we don't have a lot of listeners feedback because, you know, it's been way too long since I did a show. However, uh I can tell you that in the chat room over the past two minutes there, it's been kind of hectic. Uh I wanna mention that yes, the MP three archives for Star Wars Sound Direct are gonna come back. Um now that I've somewhat straightened up my life a little bit. Would would you say straighten up as
2: you know? Well the Jawa Crawlers definitely neater.
6: Yeah, you know, it's it's I move. It's bigger. It's actually it's exactly the same size. It's just like really. I actually managed to you know.
2: It's organized. Put, put I was some like
6: order in it. This looks clean. So yeah, so for people to know, I moved in the middle of summer, Uh and uh, now I'm into my new sand crawler. and there's like ten times much more floor, sp- floor floor space. It's amazing. You can
2: walk through it. It's quite novel.
6: Yeah, thank you. Maybe in the next few, you know, shows we'll put it on the webcam or something. Yeah, that would be
2: funny to see. That'd be cool. I I would love to you show put pictures up of your old room.
6: I, I, I'd have to f- I think I have some around <laughs> I have to like around somewhere. I'd It's like before it. and after. Yeah. And um after moving, well I had to, you know, get around and do everything. So that was quite complicated. But I did manage to uh Everybody's sitting down, hopefully. Get a girlfriend.
2: Oh, this was hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I love you, Seb, but uh I, I was quite shocked. I just found out on Facebook one day, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. I message him. I'm like, you got a girlfriend? Congratulations. When do I get to meet her?
6: <laughs> so you saw her at concert. Yeah I, yeah, I met her at concert. So, uh yeah, that was fun. And... uh to answer Simon right now in the chat, yes, we're going to be back on iTunes. Uh, as, as I said, got moved, got a girlfriend, got a new job. Everything's, is, you know, getting a little bit better. So there's going to be a new website in the new year. That's one of my two new year resolution. The second new year resolution is actually to get myself a driver's license. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
6: Hey, stop it. I could drive with you then to DragonCon next year, you know? Mm, the... We're leaving from Toronto. That's alright. I'll take the train or something. We'll be like three drivers going down. It'll be easy. No. No? Okay. Fine. I'll go down with the usual way. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, that's it. We're, we're, we're gonna have the archives back up, a new website up. Uh, we're gonna have the, uh, the wonderful <laughs> Thank you, Martin. She we're gonna have the nice uh beautiful MP3 archive. We're gonna have the XML back on uh on iTunes. And on iTunes we're actually gonna do a rotation of the show, so you're you guys are gonna be able to download the best of Star Wars on direct from time to time now. Uh what else what else do you want me to cover about that? I not know. Is what? I don't know about this.
2: Oh, just confirm.
6: Oh, okay. I think so.
2: Okay. Um, wait. Where we? What? Where are we now?
6: We're in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <you> really? <laughs> yes. Uh, we're after the listener feed, the listeners' feedback. So, uh, Brian, have you seen any movies recently? <sighs>
2: I started watching Stardust because one of the advantages of working in a DVD store is you get to, you know, see stuff before they come out. So. I started watching Stardust this morning on my trip over here. Eh,
3: yeah, it's
2: starting okay. I don't know. I, I, what if I, what if I movies have movies i watched since the last hours on direct? Probably hundreds. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many. So What's many. It?
6: Um, what would you, what would you recommend as a very good movie to go see during the holidays? Um, nothing.
2: Nothing at all? I, I'm gonna go see I Am Legend yeah. at some point, hopefully. And there was another one I wanted to see. Maybe it's not that important. I, I watch more DVDs on movies now. have uh, that, more movies on DVD. Ah, okay. It's it's much easier. You don't have to, you know, worry about going out. Which yeah.
6: in a, snow, a snowstorm like this one, it's
2: it's yeah, it's nice, not it's nice going to have outside. a outside. Nice DVD collection.
6: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
2: Stay I more watch more TV now than I ever watched movies. I watch movies these days. Okay. And there's not much on TV these days. What with the strike and all. I support the writers, a hundred percent.
6: We all support
2: the writers, a hundred percent. I mean, that—that's the most important thing. Um, supporting the writers, and you know, whenever you know the studios decide to have a fair deal, we'll get more TV. Yay! So, so. I, I'm a hundred percent behind the writers. You take your time. I'll watch UK TV. I'll watch Canadian TV. So, There's lots of movies that PBS, I have back. Yeah, public television. Yeah. I got stuff to watch. Don't worry. We'll, we support you 100%. You do what you gotta do and we'll support you.
6: Yep. Awesome.
2: Yay. There we go. And, oh, well, I guess it's kind of personal stuff too. Yes. Are you doing personal stuff too? Well, yes, I, I'm, I'm moving away from Montreal, so that's probably one of the reasons why I'm on Star Wars on
6: Direct. Because, yeah, we're not gonna hear you anymore unless like when i'm at sfx and you might show up at sfx or something yeah no, i
2: i might show up at sfx i'm not sure yet. it's an expensive convention to go to yeah um yeah if you do a show in toronto i'll show up don't yeah. worry I'll I'll make sure to invite you. No, oh, there we go. I'll, I'll be on Star Wars on Direct then again. And there'll probably
6: be shows from Toronto.
2: Oh, well, then there we go. I'll be I'll be on again, but in any regular capacity, I won't be able to at least in studio.
6: That's all right. We understand because you also got a girlfriend.
2: Oh yes. And that I would do. be the
6: reason for which you're
2: yes I'm going moving. away to Toronto. Yes,
6: I'm moving to Toronto to be with my girlfriend. Congratulations to you too. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Moving in and everything. We're not there yet.
2: Mm-hmm. Our relationships mean like. So. Yeah. You're not there yet. No. Nor is she. <laughs> I'll let
6: her go to military college first and we'll see after that.
2: And then she can beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah.
6: You know she's 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 Yeah, like,
2: I'm sure she can now.
6: She does karate right now, so. Yeah, she'll probably beat the shit out of you now. Kinda of fun. Well, uh this this all day season I invite you to go over and uh and uh actually yeah visit our Facebook Page because Star Wars on Direct has a Facebook. Oh my God, Facebook! The new evil of the internet, as I like to. Ah, oh, it's my new crack. So yeah, a good way, a, another good way to get information on Star Wars on Direct is to go on Facebook and you know you
2: can check. add Seb and you can add me, you can uh, Audrey's yeah. on there too. Yep. Check, check out Casper's the, there, William.
6: Check out the latest news and uh, feel free to drop by any apps and everything else. See if I ignore or add them to the Star Wars on Direct Facebook. And um, of course, in terms of movies, I. I'm going to recommend that you guys actually go see AVP on the big screen, because I think it's going to be, you know... Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to go see. I think it's going to be spectacular on the big screen, so... I I think it's going to be a lot
2: of fun, because I watched the trailer, and I told Tessa, let's go see that. She's like, why? AVP 1 sucked. I really enjoyed AVP 1. You just turn off your brain, and that's all there was to it.
6: Yeah. So, uh, get a a time frame. Get a time frame. Okay. In the next 45 minutes. Uh, see, this is, this is why I love doing live shows. Cause it's so hectic. It's so fan interactive. That's why I love In the
2: it. next 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, call yeah. him? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think he heard that now. I'm not, is it a seven minute delay? Sure. No, it's like
6: two and a half. Uh, so basically, AVP is coming out. So I think it's gonna be worth checking out. And, uh, what else? Well, I, I can't really... Can't really, uh, think. There's not much out. I can't really think of anything else. It's, you know, it was, it was quiet. It was, it was busy. As I said, I got a new job, which is funny because I can't talk about it after signing like 200 pages of paper and everything.
2: You can't talk about
6: it? No. Isn't it fun?
2: Oh, I love those jobs. (laughs) I wish I had one. Anyone hiring in Toronto? Yeah. Oh, send an email to sweandirect at com. It will get to me. Don't worry. It, it better, right? It will get to you. I have the password. Don't with, worry. With I recommendations. Don't don't say anything, please. Just forward. Just forward.
6: <laughs> How did you get your job at Metro video? That, that was, was all me. And that I, was all me. I know this me. guy.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, it no, was. No, it wasn't.
6: Stop lying. <laughs> all right. So, Brian, who's in the chat with us?
2: When you get a um, chance to check it out. Yeah, hold on. Ah, oh, damn spaces. Okay, uh, I got one seventy one, 171 DarkWookie, E5150, castra Gigado, Liamong, uh, Left Elbow, Lunatic, Madnaroid, Metab, Ravens, Simon, Simon Kenobi, Skylover, Nathan, and Wookie Mart. Hey Martin, how's it going? Cool, Seven
3: cool, minutes.
6: cool, cool. cool. Alright. I have to, you know, check my inbox on Facebook right now because I want people because I got people talking to me and. Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yay. this <laughs> It's amazing. All right. So what should we do now,
2: Brian? Um, Follow the playlist. Okay. That's what Danny would say.
6: That's what Danny would say. <laughs> That's not what Seb would do.
2: <laughs> I know. That's why I said that's why I told you to do it. <laughs> so that that's that's what Seb won't do.
3: Oh no <laughs> Oh yes.
6: And um we're actually gonna make a little call and get like our first person of the of the Well, ask him if he's ready now.
2: Oh yeah. Okay.
6: And we'll we're we're actually gonna be right back in a few minutes right after this uh wonderful Dr. Seuss. Classic. So uh, stay tuned to Star Wars on Direct For uh, this great special Christmas 2007 show
2: The voice of, the voice the voice of, Star, of Star Wars, Star Wars on Direct
6: Come on. Yeah, no, the, the okay, voice of, I, I'm sorry, fandom. I'm out of practice okay. Star Wars on Direct Stay tuned to Star Wars on Direct The voice of Star Wars fandom
1: Looking for more fan-made Star Wars audio productions? Then look no further than the home of Star Wars fan audio StarWarsFanWorks.com it's your source for audio dramas, audio parodies, online radio shows, and podcasts, plus the most comprehensive Star Wars fan audio news found anywhere. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
6: And welcome back to Star Wars Sound Directive Voice of Star Wars Fandom, episode 102. Woohoo! Yay! It's like... This year was, like, episode 100, 101, and 102. I think it was, like, one or two before that, too. But, right now, we are on the line with none other than Nathan Butler from com. Hello, Nathan. Hello, everyone. How you doing?
1: Welcome back, gentlemen. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm drowning in a sea of grad school papers, but uh, that all wraps up for the Christmas holiday within the next week, so it'll be... There'll be a break finally, so I'm doing well or I'm going to be doing well. put it that way.
6: So you mean Lucasfilm hasn't hired you as a you know permanent writer yet?
1: No, no, unfortunately, but you know that that was never when i was what I was aiming for anyway. I got lucky with the what's the story? I got lucky with uh, uh you know Star Wars Tales and whatnot. I am. I'm trying to work on more original stuff like Echoes. I've got a project I'm working on right now called Greater Good, but between work and grad school and everything, I haven't had a chance to write on it very much lately. Oh, I can't wait for summer to come so I actually get a chance to be creative again. (laughs)
6: Life catches up with you so easily. But, uh, one thing that has been going on strong, it's the Star Wars fan works because so many new audio projects have come out now
1: kind of a another podcast boom. A lot of shows sort of died off there earlier in the year, but now we're seeing more emerge, and some of the ones that have emerged are going strong, like the EU cast, for instance, is putting out a lot of episodes and looking for interviews and stuff like that. And then we, we had gone through kind of a dead period for audio dramas while people were working on them. We saw high stakes from Joe Harrison and some other ones come, but not a whole lot. But then now we just, within the last little bit we had the newest episode released today of knights of the old republic outcasts and we're told that the next episode of high stakes is on the way so and we had blue harvest a couple episodes of that released recently and apparently there are two projects called blue harvest out there one by the pendant audio guys and one by steve blue Hardy. so I'm, I'm optimistic that as we get into the next year all these projects that have been being worked on will finally you know show up <laughs> They'll finally you know re-emerge
6: well, hopefully they will, because that really sounds interesting. <laughs> and uh, what's uh what's been happening with Star Wars FanWorks all by its own?
1: Well, the website, I mean, still going. I haven't been updating the news quite as often because there hasn't been as much news. Of course, I'm also pretty bogged down myself. Um, the Star Wars Timeline Gold, uh, my project that's released through FanWorks, just had its 10th anniversary back in October, so... We did some big stuff for that, did an interview on the Butler Universe and whatnot, and kind of hyped that up, added some new features to that. Um, Echo has been getting quite a bit of attention, which is spinning off into attention for the website because it's just kind of been making rounds on patio books and places like that. Um, you know, It's kind of one of those things where it's almost like a rebuilding time, like you would say, on a sports team, where so many different groups have disappeared from fan audio that now, um, as new groups pop up and think that they're all alone... Now we've been sort of out there trying to bring people sort of into the fold, like the EU cast folks or um, the Han Shot First podcast folks. Once people say, hey, there's this group out there doing something, Star Wars, we've got to reach out and bring them in. It's, it's My role has kind of become more of a community builder and a facilitator recently than a producer, because other than putting out episodes of the But every now and then, I've kind of been stepping back and just you know, trying to help people out. I've been doing a lot of voice roles and that sort of thing. Um, I, I guess the biggest trend in what's going on with, with Star Wars fan audio is actually non-Star Wars stuff. A lot of the people who we would think of as the mainstays, you know, like Jeff Roney and Rich Sigfrid and people like that, have been branching out to do non-Star Wars types of things using, in some cases, Star Wars fan audio voice actors. So it's new opportunities. If you're part of the fan works community, you've got a lot of opportunities not just in Star Wars right now, but that means that, Fanworks in and of itself is becoming less and less of a, a kind of a daily presence in people's lives, I guess, because a lot of the projects that are being worked on are either non Star Wars with Star Wars people or they're projects that are still in production, so there's not a lot to report about just yet.
2: Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah. Questions? <laughs> what do you think of the future? Like, if are you just going to community build more, or where do you see this going?
1: Well, the one thing that a lot of people expect is that when we start to see the Clone Wars TV series and eventually the live-action series, we're going to see more um, new projects being released. As for me, for the moment, um, I'm just kind of going on with fan work sort of as is. I've got some ideas of projects that I would like to do in the future um, to get a lot of people involved in them, but... It's it's stuff that would have to wait until after, of course, grad school stuff wraps up, so that's not going to be for another year, year and a half yet. Um, we're just kind of you know promoting things, keeping people up to speed on some of the bigger things that are coming out, trying to keep people up to speed on interviews and things like that. Um, it's my hope that as we get towards the next year or two, when things sort of settle down for me, we'll be at a point where the TV series and the Clone Wars uh, have ramped things back up again enough that we can do some pretty – Interesting things. But again, this year, like I said, it's kind of been sort of a rebuilding type of year. For instance, we, kind of as a community, we've been discussing whether or not to even have, and it looks like we're not going to, to even have a Star Wars Fan Works Fan Audio Awards this year. Because while there have been several different new podcasts and things like that, and a few, and a small handful of new audio dramas and such, the community itself, the community interaction, has started to dwindle enough that we're not sure we would have enough people voting to really make a a reasonable go of it. We don't want to have a situation where only a small handful of people decide everything, but at the same time, we also don't want to put out one of those super all calls because we saw what that happened a few years ago with the whole get out the vote campaign. If you were to put out just kind of an all call any Star Wars fan who's never been part of the community, come on in, listen to a few things and vote in the fan in the fan audio awards, you can pretty much bet that the force cast is going to win everything because they'll pull another get out the vote type of thing like they've done on so many other things, like the the fan club president thing. Yeah. So it's kinda you know, the the awards probably won't exist this year or if they do it'll be kind of a founder's choice thing where I just kinda recognize people who really contributed to the genre this year. Mm-hmm. hmm But again Is is that dip? We got past the 30th anniversary, all the excitement from that, and I think Brian was saying earlier in the show how, you know, at least in North America, it seems like Star Wars just went and dipped, you know, way, way down in people's minds for months now, and now things are slow. Looks like they might wrap up as we get into next year, but that doesn't help us right now. You know, we just kind of. At the moment, it's almost a maintaining thing, trading water, and doing everything we can to support new people coming into the genre, because so many of the older people are fading away.
2: I think it's more of an indicative of the whole Star Wars fandom that it's kind of slowing down and dying out, when people are losing their hardcore attention and drifting towards other projects, like you've said. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, well, I mean, that's all Star Wars has been recently is. You know, there is no more anticipation for movies. And yeah, we've got the TV shows to look forward to, but I don't even see that much interest. I mean, I'm not excited yet about the Clone Wars TV series. I feel like it's a been there, done that sort of thing. Oh, I totally feel the same way. Waiting for the live action series. And I'm just kind of sitting back going, okay, about that. And for any new fans, the only way to get into Star Wars, you know, in terms of new materials being released really is the comics and the novels. And even then, the comics are almost requiring you to have at least a little bit of knowledge of some of the previous stories to really get into them. And certainly, if you just picked up Legacy of the Force not having read a bunch of the stuff before it, you're going to be confused about who half the characters are. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's Yeah, it, Star Wars does seem to be sort of taking a – I don't want to say a nosedive, but from the persp- – I mean, because the stuff that they are producing is really, really good. It's like the quality level has stayed high, but the attention level – you know, especially after the anniversary was over with, just has fallen through the floor. Yeah. We need to be able to see something bring that back. You know, it, it's just like what happened with the fan film boom right around the Phantom Menace. Here's the Phantom Menace, here's a huge boom in fan films, and now not as much.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's natural. There were, the, you know, the quote-unquote dark days between, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Phantom Menace, and there was a rebuilding period, and thanks to the internet it was rebuilt, you know, quite well, and, uh, you know, eventually we'll see. Might Star Wars may come back. It may not as strong. I, I don't think it'll ever come back as strong as you could in the last few years. It was too big. Everybody, Star Wars, was too big to be... You know.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, it's, it's, I, I guess it's sort of the same thing as what's going on with Trek, you know?
2: I agree, the totally. Trek went
1: through its big periods and everything, and then it seems to have slumped in the last few years. I mean, I haven't followed it in a very long time, but even I recognize... That Star Trek slumped because it hasn't been on TV, you know, except for reruns and such. There hasn't been a currently ongoing series in a while, which is fairly unusual, at least in the last couple of decades. And yet, here we come with a new Star Trek movie that's coming. You know, yeah. if that can revitalize the franchise, then go for it. And if Star Trek, that's been around for so long, had so many incarnations and so many incarnations that have been sort of panned by critics in a lot of ways... If that can make a comeback with one movie, then I think Star Wars can certainly come back with two TV series. But again, we have to wait to see if it happens.
2: I don't even know when you know the TV series was supposed to come out. What in two thousand eight originally? End of
1: tw- Well, see that's the thing. It, it keeps getting. And they keep
2: pushing it back. Getting
1: pushed back. I think the Clone Wars is two thousand eight now, and the live action series is two thousand nine now. Yeah. But if I remember right, we were told two thousand seven, two thousand eight the first time. But then again. We can't even... The Force Unleashed isn't even going to be at the secrets of Star Wars 2007. Whoopsie! It's not 2007 anymore.
2: No, I know. But, you know, I don't... As a game, I'm not upset because usually when games are pushed back, it's for very good reasons. Better. It's always better.
1: Yeah, well, I've got... A, I happen to have gotten a Nintendo Wii recently. So the fact that they... That part of that delay was them saying, by the way, we are going to do this for the Wii with an exclusive dual mode where you'll actually be able to lose, use the Wii remote as a lightsaber... Instead of that crappy way you can use it as a lightsaber in in uh, Lego Star Wars, you know, as soon as they announced that, I was like, you know what? Take your time, boys. Take your time. Yeah,
2: but you know? for me, it was such like a, a no brainer that they would br- yeah. that they would bring it out for the Wii. It's just kind of like you know,
1: oh, to begin uh, with, they never said a word. They said PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and everybody's going, and we, and we, and we? hello, and we. It's and the biggest
2: console. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess it was just a matter of seeing if the. uh you know, if they could really pull it off. I'm wondering how the graphics are gonna be, but certainly the controls should be uh should be very, very cool
3: interesting. I'm yeah. just
1: afraid of, of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've seen where you can get the for the sports pack. You can get things that like attach your Wii remote to what looks Almost. like a golf club or whatever, so when you swing it it feels like a real golf club. That's great. But I'm waiting for the next round of lawsuits or or whatever when people start getting a lightsaber attached and start breaking crap in their own home. <laughs> You're like, oh look, there's a stormtrooper over there. Oh, sorry, kitty. You know that sort of thing.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you? Were you using the blast shield down helmet? <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh, I can't. I, I can't even see. How am I supposed to play the game without destroying my apartment? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, it couldn't be any worse than what happened to that poor little boy on that MySpace video. But that's a that's a whole other story. If you have, if you've been using MySpace within the span of the last week, then your home page has had a very disturbing Wee video as one of its featured videos. Um, we'll leave it at that. You're, you could probably still catch it if you're sitting in the chat room right now.
6: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show, Nathan.
1: You're quite welcome, guys. Welcome back. Hopefully, uh, uh this will be the beginning of a resurgence.
6: Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> so, uh, talk to you later, man.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
6: Bye. Bye. All right. Yay. So, Now, we're going to see how fast can Sebastian dial a phone number. Oh. Okay?
2: Okay. I I have 24 seconds. Okay, you ready? Okay. And And go.
3: Big turn out here from all
2: corners of the Outer
5: Rim Territories.
6: Darn. I can so close. I can I can I can dial fast enough. But our next guest couldn't pick it up fast enough. She might not be right next to the phone though. We'll forgive her for that. Hello. Hello, Lee. How are you? Very good. And you?
7: I'm doing just fine.
6: So how's I how's I the snowstorm in LA right now?
7: The snowstorm? Yeah. Well, I'm actually in Palm Desert, so we're just having nice weather. <laughs>
6: see yeah lucky you <laughs> um
7: yeah i didn't know if it's snowing in la is it actually snowing? In LA? no it's not
6: snowing in la it's here in here in montreal it's snowing like hell
7: yeah apparently almost everywhere else it's snowing but yeah here
6: <laughs> this bad cold front kind of thing happening so oh well <laughs> well i wanted to talk to lee because she's been a long time fan of the of the show and she has this website. For those of you who have been listening to the show, you might know it. It's called nerf-erder-anonymous.net. How's that doing?
7: You know, it's still going strong, surprisingly. I haven't made too many updates. I've just been too busy working.
6: It, but
7: I do have updates written down, so eventually I'll get to them.
6: But I don't know when. It's all right. <laughs> going you, well,
7: though.
6: <laughs> it's you, a lot you, of hits. You know, I was watching the third season of uh, Stargate Atlantis the other night with my roommate, and we just stumbled upon a Star Wars reference, and I said, that's got to be on Nerf Further Anonymous. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I haven't had time to look it up, really, because then I called up for a job. So.
7: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, some, some I have written down, too, because we've been watching Stargate Atlantis as well. So I may have that written down ready to be put up. But it's been quite a while since I've been able to... uh it updated. Unfortunately, kind of embarrassed. But hey, I'm working. <laughs> That's
6: a good thing, right? Yeah, it's a very good thing. <laughs> so, um, Lee, you, you, I, you've been like you've been upped in the Star Wars community now. You're uh, you're an official artist of the uh, Star Wars sketch cards.
1: Correct,
7: correct. And now I am also an
3: Indiana Jones artist. Yay! Yay! No, I was
7: really happy about that. Oh yay! Hey. I, I haven't started on those cards right now. I'm just working on the Lord of the Rings cards.
6: <laughs> I'm a little busy. Right now. <laughs> just, just that, you know, it's a small project, right? <laughs> 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 um, well, Lee, I mean, you've been part of the Star Wars community for a few years now. Yes. How? Oh, yeah. What, what, um, what do you think I, about the uh, the the way the the 30th anniversary of Star Wars turned out?
7: Wow. You know that was. Uh, like a big party, basically. Um, it seemed like so much excitement was leading up to the conventions and, uh, well, the anniversary itself, and it was just exciting to be a part of everything that was coming up, and, and then having to be, having been chosen as official artist right around that time just made it all the better, of course. Um, so I was really excited about the whole, uh, having it be so big.
6: <laughs> and you were at celebration four? I and,
7: was at celebration four. And, um I was kind of off and on there. I had to go back home several times. I had to do some work first night, but I stayed two nights and the last night I had to go home and then come back the next day. So it was really tiring. But so fun.
6: And uh there were thirty six thousand nine 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 hundred and ninety nine other people with you there, including me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And uh, how did you like it? How did you enjoy the convention by itself?
7: Yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, I was able to see just a few things. Uh, Mostly I was talking with people I knew, so I barely got a chance to see anything that was actually going on. Uh, I don't know if that's, you know, something about my fan... (laughs) my fandom, but... uh, um I got to see enough things, Urban Kirshner and, uh, gosh, I can't even remember what I saw. But I got to see enough. Uh, and I had a great time the whole time I was there. I kept seeing people I, I knew and just kept talking and talking and talking. That's pretty much all I did. I lost my voice by the end of the convention. I had a great time. I really had a great time. And, and, you know, being part of the official, you know, Bits or whatever, you know, I was hanging out a lot with all the other artists.
6: Because you know. the artist alley was really cool. It was really well done. Um, it wasn't too crowded. It was, you know, it was well controlled. So yeah, it was it was a really fun area to actually hang out into. And all of the artists. But, and
7: it was actually where people could see it. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike last time, where it was kind of in the oh look, and by the way. Here's a room over here, and some artists are there. Yeah, I got to admit, it was actually a little more, a little
6: better. I was happy I could find it last time, though. <laughs> but this year, yeah, it was all out in the open. There was uh the sculptor there doing the Obi Wan sculpt. So oh, that was incredible. That was really nice, and uh yeah, well, we've—it's tons of great memories because I'll never forget it.
7: It really was. There were there were just it was just so much to see, and it was almost impossible to see everything you wanted to see. Um, I kind of just eased back and said, "Okay, I'm just going to relax and not worry about it," <laughs> because otherwise it would just been, "Okay, I've just got to go. Okay, I can't talk. I got to go." Yeah, a, oh,
6: it's it's really, I
7: really just tried to uh just enjoy uh, all the friends I had made over over um, the past oh, I don't know, seven years, I guess, seven or eight years. And, uh, and, and people I knew before then, you know, a lot of people were there that I knew. So I really had a good time too, and it looked
6: like everyone else was having a good time. Yeah. Um, the, the turnout for Celebration 4 was, was amazing. And Celebration Europe as well. Then they, they even had the Réunion 2 for the French in, uh, in October. So, uh, yeah. it's, it, it was, it was still quite a year. Uh, it was. Even it, though it, it didn't look like much.
3: Everywhere.
6: Yeah. So um what what was your favorite moment? Your favorite Star Wars moment of this year?
7: Of this year.
6: Of this year.
7: Yeah, I really would have to say that uh uh C4. Um, all the experiences I had there were were quite positive and and I kind of uh it was like the culmination of everything that had gone on before. Uh Like I said, it was like the party to 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 end the celebration, or maybe begin it. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say C4. I mean, you know, having everything come out, just having constant news about, ooh, you know, this Star Wars, that it was everywhere. I I loved it. It was like raining Star Wars for a little while. <laughs> that was very pleasant. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you know, it
6: reminded you of being a kid when it all came out and, and, uh. Hello? Okay. Lee, did we, did we lost? Wait, wait, wait. Did we press flash or something? No, no, no. Did we lose yet?
2: I think we did.
6: Lee? Oh, I think we lost Lee.
2: Uh oh. What do we do now, Sam? What do we do now? I'm panicking, Sam. That's
6: alright. Brian, what I do told we do now? Stop, breathe, take a step back, look at what we've got as option, and we can start talking. You know, it's not a big issue
2: here. Start talking. How do we do that? Well, you open
6: your mouth. Oh, yeah, well. we did. Yeah, we did lose Leah. Oh, okay, that's too bad. Well, uh, okay, well, we were talking about Celebration 4. So I'm Are gonna... We just gonna
2: go straight into Star Wars Celebration 4.
6: Yeah, we're gonna go straight into Star Wars Celebration 4. Awesome. Uh, I mean, the funniest thing happened to me. And I've told that story so many times, but I I just—I still can't get over it. I I probably, on the Monday of the Star Wars Celebration week, I went to the uh, convention center from Mm -hmm. the from the holiday into the convention center to do some recon. And as I go to cross the street, I can see across the street Mary Franklin. So I just stopped and I waited. And when she got on my side of the street, I just. Saluted her and she said, Hey Sebastian, how you doing? <laughs> and that's where I started
2: panicking. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh.
6: Cause no, you know, it was it was really, 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 really fun. And uh yeah, sure, okay. Uh that and that. We're gonna call back the Yeah. Cell phone. So unreliable. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yay! You're back.
7: <laughs> well, I guess either phone I would have used would have cut us off eventually.
6: <laughs> That's all right. It happens.
7: Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I don't know where we left off. So we
6: were we were talking about Celebration Four.
7: Did we get to the favorite moment, or I don't know? Was I talking to myself for
6: a while? <laughs> uh, you were you were getting to the favorite moment.
7: Okay, I guess my favorite moment was C4 and being chosen for, uh, to do sketch cards. Okay. So those two, those two favorites. Everything, everything else, you know, just having a big party after hearing everything, that was, that was just great. But being, I think being chosen as an official artist, that really kind of brought it all to a big, full circle. And that was just fun. I was so excited.
6: <laughs> now,
7: Nothing else, nothing else. You know, <laughs> okay. I've been chosen. That's good, right? That's good news. Mm-hmm.
3: So, so, yeah,
7: those are those were probably good. I did have an interesting experience at C4, though. That was uh, I. I don't know if it was my favorite moment, but it it was interesting. Um, we had been hanging out with all the artists or uh, and and writers, and uh, it was getting a little late, and I knew I had to get home about ten o'clock, and. Uh, Abel Pena, uh, the writer, um, he was going to take me back to my hotel, so we had to take the metro was downtown L.A.
3: That's
7: my son in the back. That's all right. We had to take the metro to the convention center to pick up his car. Well, we get down to the metro station underground. Uh, Abel sees his friend there. He hasn't seen in about a year. And he's with this young woman. And you know, a little greeting and he says, Oh, well what's you know, what's the story here? I don't know who this is an introduction. Well it turned out this young lady had um kind of been abandoned. Her father had been arrested, um and she had been told to wait outside for him, but he never came back. She <laughs> arrested him. So she was downtown, she didn't have any ID, she didn't have her phone, she didn't have anything with her. So she didn't, and she was a long way from home. She was about an hour and a half away from home. She had no way of getting anywhere, calling any. Nobody was home. You know, she tried. Anyway, so she's down in the metro station at 10, 10.30, 11 at night, by herself, downtown Los Angeles. And uh, we're all talking to her. And we just got to talk to her a little more. And she kept saying, well, you know, I just want to get home, but I can't. And she said, well, you know, I know she used to live in South Central L.A., anyone who knows the area knows it's not the greatest place to be at night, even if you're street savvy.
4: No, not at all. And
7: and uh, she said, well, I used to live there, so I, I thought I'd go down there and, and see if I could find any of my old friends. And None of us were having any of that. So we talked a little while back and forth, and uh, and, and turns out that uh, her brothers are huge Star Wars fans. Huge star wars fan she wasn't so much she was big lord of the rings fans but she, her brother and we told her the whole thing about you know able riding and me doing the artwork all that stuff so what turns out is i just couldn't i just couldn't deal with having her walking around south central la so i took her home apparently her mother was getting married the next day in palm springs which is very close to where i live and i said look i'll you can spend the night at our house and you, know, you will find your mom tomorrow So that was the whole deal. I mean, we kind of saved this young girl in the subway in downtown Los Angeles from who knows what. I mean, I don't know what she would have done. But it is funny how being connected with Star Wars that way, and we meet someone who is also connected with Star Wars in some way. Her brothers were just, you know, they dressed up. They went to all the midnight shows and all that stuff. It was a really strange experience, but both both Abel and I always uh, mention that when we talk to each other. An odd experience
3: altogether. Yeah, but it's well, a... that was
7: probably the most memorable moment of the whole convention, just because it was so offbeat, so uh, unusual.
6: Yeah, but it's it's still a great C four moment.
7: It was, and uh, that's it. Uh, you know, it it somehow ended up being connected to Star Wars in the end, still.
6: <laughs> so was good. So yeah, it's it's actually better than my heroes C four moment. So
7: oh, you had a heroes.
6: And what was that? Yeah, well, we we just watched uh, the, the 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 final episode of the first season of Heroes on the Monday night, and on Wednesday we decided to go and uh, catch a game of the Dodgers. Oh! And on our way back, the cab driver passes right in front of Kirby Plaza. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cool! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we look we, look. You know, we just we just seen it, and we're like, oh my! I, I just. Hey guys, that's where they shot the the the, the heroes episode. So (laughs) it was it was really hilarious because it was two two blocks away from the hotel where where my friends were staying. So as soon as the cab dropped us off, we walked back the two (laughs) the two uh, the two the two blocks and we just did some amazing walk some amazing pictures there and then we came back the next day as well. So I get to take pictures. That's yeah. (laughs) It's it's Kirby Plaza, you know.
7: Man, well, that's really cool when you're just passing it. Yeah. Wait a minute! Stop the car! <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go back. <laughs>
3: that's it. Yeah, Let's... well, that's
7: the thing with living in Southern California, too. You see all sorts of things that you're like, "Oh, well, that was this, and that was, you know, wow, look at that! That was in this
6: movie." That's where they shot this. Oh. That's where they shot that. Yeah. Yeah,
7: that's cool. That's a good moment
6: too. <laughs> so no, yeah, it was it was a funny moment. So. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really thrilled about the whole celebration for it. Well, thank you very much for being with us, Leah.
7: Well, thank you for having me. Nice to hear from you again. It's been a long time, and I'm glad you're back.
6: Well, it's we're we're gla- I'm glad we're back because <laughs> <laughs> Brian's moving well, to I, Toronto. So. I,
7: can't, I can't wait yep. to see the archives. Those are always fun.
6: So. They'll be up soon. They'll be up. He keeps thanks. telling me that. Excellent. yeah. I well, know. thanks for having me. Uh, have a great night. Bye. All right. You too. All right. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I keep saying that, but you know, you know me. Eventually, it's gonna, be, it's not gonna get done.
3: Yeah,
2: eventually. <laughs> Even if it's eventually still... we're gonna clean this sand crawler, you know, two thousand two. And, and I cleaned it. Two thousand two. I I had Took to move. Five years. But it it happened. It happened. That's so it. we're gonna see the archives by the end of the year. Uh uh-huh. By the
6: end of the year, how many Yeah, days?
2: by the end of the year. Say it.
6: Fourteen days.
2: Yeah, come on.
6: All right. You're gonna see the archives by the end of the year.
2: There we go. Okay.
6: You happy now? No one can say I didn't do
2: anything for Star Wars and Direct listeners. <laughs> uh,
6: yes, Simon. By the way, we're we're gonna give we're gonna call, call Simon uh, just after the Steve Sansweet interview. Um, I just want to mention a few other great moments from Star Wars Celebration 4 before we go to a break. Uh, I had you know, both breakfast. I, I managed to get myself to both. Star Wars breakfasts, very cool. And I've been were, to one of those now. They were great. They were awesomely executed by Gen Con, and uh, Lucasfilm. So, congratulations! And official picks actually, the official picks was the the, the the official contractor, and they took real good care of us. And it was really awesome. Great gifts and great guests too. Uh, family Guy robot chicken. I mean, the two set. We we've got to mention it. It was really fun meeting them, and uh, my favorite panel of the whole Star Wars Celebration 4 was actually not even a panel. It was just a relaxed hour with Steve Sansweet in the uh,
2: in the fan club lounge. See, that's the best part of cons is not always the panels. It's the in between. Yeah, that's it. It's the the moments you least expected are the most memorable.
3: Yeah,
6: and you know it happened on the on the last day. And he just sat down and he talked about his experience and everything. So that was that was a really nice talk and uh maybe you guys will get to listen to it as well eventually because uh guess what? I was able to record it. So uh Brian? Yeah. I, I uh I think we're gonna skip your
2: part. Oh, we can hold that for later, I guess.
6: And we can hold it for later because it's okay. then we can both talk about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we're quickly gonna mention though the miscellaneous news thingy. Uh, for those of you who are a fan of video games, Video Games Live is gonna be in Canada.
2: Seven, I saw that in 2006 at Fan Expo. They were. Well, yeah, well, that's when we saw it.
6: Yeah, that's when we saw it. But they're coming back. Woohoo! And sa- some show actually. There's gonna be one show in Montreal on February 8th, and I believe there are still some tickets. So run to Ticketmaster.com. Uh, also, Toronto, February 9th, Edmonton on the 17th, and they're going to be in Vancouver at the end of the year.
2: In October. In October. On the 29th.
6: Yeah. So, but for those of you who have never lived the experience of video games live...
2: It's a lot of fun. It's interactive. Getting, be in costume, you know, have a lot of fun. They want to engage the audience. You Practice Frogger.
6: That's it. You guys just really have to go see it. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I also wanted to, f- to, to mention that, uh, the first ever Star Wars documentary made by fans after Star Wars Episode 3 came out, uh, is out on DVD and you can now buy it. It's called The Force Among Us. It was directed by Chris Mock, a good friend I met over the, the course of the summer. And, uh, Chris actually managed to make it to, uh, to Canada. So, uh, I'm really happy. And, uh, we had a great time and I hope we're going to see more movies from him because he's a great director. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to all uh, of the fans who actually helped him out because that was nice. And on that note, we will uh, we're going
2: to go on a break. How long a break? I think it's going to be 4 minutes, 5 yeah, minutes,
6: few few somewhere near 5 minutes actually.
2: Okay. Cuz that's 3 minutes, that's
6: 4 or 5 minutes. Okay, that's all good. Yeah. We got a little bit you guys have about five minutes to go get your milk and cookies that you're not going to give to Santa this year. Well, at least not yet. Because, you know, it's like bio now is a new trend. Green and bio. So it, they're going to be like bio cookies without nuts in it for Santa, I guess. you're weird. Wouldn't it be sad, though, if Santa was allergic to nuts and lactose?
2: That'd be the worst ever. <laughs> they're sleeping carrots. You can, can share them with the reindeer. Yeah.
6: Alright, kids, go get your, uh, your little, uh, your little, co- your little snacks.
2: Write down some questions for Steve Sansweet.
6: And feel free to pass them down to us on the chat room.
2: And or MSN. Or MSN. Or email. Or email. Is Lesser it... extent email. We like MSN.
6: Yeah. Well, I I love chat room though. Chat room so personal, so public, it's perfect. Yeah.
2: Everyone gets to see and interact.
6: It's interactive. Oh my gosh. It's There's awesome. You go. So, we're going to be right back on Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Oh,
3: crap. we
0: to jump into hyperspace on my bomb. All right, stand by.
1: If you are enjoying the Star Wars fan audio production you're listening to right now, But don't stop there. Come see what the excitement is about at the Internet's home of the Star Wars fan audio genre, StarWarsFanWorks.com. There you'll find podcasts, audio dramas, audio parodies, and more, plus the best and most comprehensive news coverage of the Star Wars fan audio genre found anywhere. It's an entire field of Star Wars audio productions made for fans by fans. And your audio gateway to that galaxy far, far away is StarWarsFanWorks.com. Join us. After all, it is your destiny. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
5: Hi, this is Marjorie.
6: And this is Arnie. We're from Star Wars Action News. Download our
2: Star Wars Collecting Podcast at ReviewStarWars.com.
5: You are listening to Star Wars Undirect. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten, we can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, ...as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca
6: And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, this edition of uh, December 16th, 2007... For, you know what, a little review of the year, and right now we got a very special guest with us. He's basically the reason for which Star Wars on Direct, you know, went with such a high success a few years back. Uh, for those of you were listening to us back then, you will remember him, he is the Director of Content Management and Head of Fan Relations at Lucasfilm, he's also the author of 12 Star Wars books, the latest being the Star Wars Vault, and he is currently working on a 13th book that will be out uh, tentatively next year. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, br- I give you Steve Sansweet on the phone with us. Hi,
0: Steve. how are you?
6: Very good, yourself? Good. Awesome. Um, so, you know what, Steve? This year was the 30th anniversary of Star Wars A New Hope. Um, how would you qualify the year in terms of Star Wars Celebration? Would you say it was really successful?
0: Well, you know, I had completely forgotten that it was the 30th anniversary, so thanks for reminding
3: me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was an absolutely amazing year. I mean, considering that... We didn't have a whole lot of, you know, major news on the Star Wars front. Um, it was really a year that was all about the fans and the fans celebrating Star Wars from, oh, my God. It's hard to believe that it was a year ago, almost January 1st, uh, when we had the uh, Tournament of Roses parade with uh, an incredible marching band and 200-plus stormtroopers from all over the world. Celebration 4 in Los Angeles, Celebration Europe, uh, Réunion 2 in um, Paris in October. Uh, it's It's been the most amazing year, and, and because of all these events and the success of all these events, we have gotten just amazing, positive uh, publicity about Star Wars and about fans. I mean this whole you know thing from the 70s and the 80s about you know geeks and uh, you know can't get dates and you know you know that, that you know is you know there's some old-timers out there who still say stupid things but for the most part it's become a culture that's very geek friendly because the people who were fans of Star Wars and Star Trek and so much else in the way of sci-fi have sort of made their way into the mainstream media, newspapers, magazines, television, radio. And these are the people that are reporting on things today. So I think we're in a, we're in a wonderful place 30 years on from, uh, from the start of star Wars.
6: You were, you were just talking about, you know, a few of the events that happened this year. Um, uh, we're going to go over them because they were just, you know, they were not really small events that could be missed uh, out. No. <laughs> for, 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 starting first with the Rose Parade, uh, George Lucas was offered the Grand Marshal position. And he said, well, why don't we bring stormtroopers from all over the world? So oh,
0: it's just the, It was just the opposite, actually. It was George's idea in February of 2006 called in the head of marketing and said, "You know what? I think we should do the Rose Parade. And I would like to get stormtroopers. These guys have been amazing men and women all over the world. Anywhere I went um, during 2005 and continuing now, they were there. They presented themselves, they made you know like wonderful backgrounds, just really nice folks. Um, you know, and they really helped out Star Wars, and it's like I couldn't go to any place, any country, any city in the U.S. where there wasn't uh, there wasn't a bunch of 501st people there to, to say hi and support us. So I like to do something for them, and I'd like to bring them in, and you know, let's march. And so from that, it became. You know the the Rose Parade folks said, you know, even though we were sort of late in getting started, it's usually done, you know, like eighteen months in advance. They said, oh my God, Star Wars, we'd love to have you, and you know, we went back and forth, and we added some floats. And, and George wanted a high-stepping marching band. We got the best in the country, Grambling State University marching tigers, and um, it, 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 we worked on that from March. Through January 1st, and I'll tell you the logistics, um, and um, and the team, the relatively small team in marketing and PR that we had that pulled that together, as well as all the people who gave up, you know, vacation time around the holidays to come in and help us, it was it was amazing, and it just it worked so wonderfully well. Uh, it was so exciting to to be there with the 501st and Grambling in March. Down Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena, California with them. And um the fact that I survived uh, six miles in, in marching without much of a uh training period amazed me. Of course, I wasn't wearing stormtrooper armor, I was only an imperial officer. But it was it was a wonderful warm feeling and one of the things I hoped has has really come to pass. A lot of the five oh first uh CEOs and and garrisons who had never met each other, and especially from the, around the world, really bonded. And I think it's, it's strengthened the 501st, which is just a wonderful group. And it has, uh, I mean, their membership has just shot up more in this last year than any other time in the past.
6: And we, we've, I mean, they've been definitely in the news this year. And we've just heard a lot of them, and as you mentioned their their numbers has grown yeah uh, how, how do you receive that at lucasfilm?
0: well, it's wonderful i mean it's you know i i, I I'm responsible for the main person responsible for being the liaison between um the five o first and and lucasfilm and and I go way back and they go way back i mean i I think i I met Alvin Johnson either the year he started the 501st or the year after that and and you know we stayed in touch and we had a lot of chats as the 501st was developing and there were some rough spots and you know together we worked those out because you know he was a firm believer that you know this this could be a wonderful service organization you know we can have fun but we can also be a service organization and um and uh and I was convinced that we You know, we, we had to let, you know, the 501st be the 501st. We didn't want to stifle them, but, you know, they, they could at some point help us out, and that has all come to pass. So I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. In fact, I dedicated, uh, I dedicated the Star Wars vault to the men and women of the 501st.
6: And, um, another organization that also has grown in the past few years is the Jedi Assembly. High
0: uh, Assembly and the Rebel Legion have really come on strong, um, and I've been, you know, I've been. They're they're not as um, they're not as large, and they're not as yet as PR conscious, um, but they're getting there. And so, uh, yeah, I try to I try to nurture, you know, all of these um, non official organizations and sort of steer them through the potential shoals and legalities and, uh, and, and just make sure that, uh, that everything's going right on, on all ends.
6: Must, have, must have been nice.
0: <laughs> it's, um, it's been great. It's been absolutely great.
6: All right. Well, from there on, we forward a few months forward. And on a Friday evening at uh, about seven o'clock, there's this giant ewok that walks on a stage. <clears throat> <laughs> and we have cock- right.
0: Larger larger than most. <laughs> a- and we, we
6: have Cocky one seventy one in the chat who wants to know, was the Ewok costume yours?
0: Yes, the Ewok costume was mine. The um the uh <laughs> well, you know, I made a fool of myself at Celebration Three of wearing a sort of stormtrooper costume, the mask, uh a white T shirt, white shorts, um white uh white Clogs that were two inches high, and so uh, okay, you know, I got to do something else silly. And um, someone gave me a gift, uh, a very nice gift, of a, a newly done Ewok head um, that was made from original pieces um, that Stuart Freeborn had used to make Ewok heads. And um, and so I said, okay, I'm going to be an Ewok. And then we had a a really great fan costume maker in Los Angeles make the rest of it for me based on my measurements and um and it was so popular that the mayor of Los Angeles said, "Hey, I want to take a picture with the guy in the fuzzy suit."
6: <laughs> and I'm looking at that picture right now and it does look very comfortable. <laughs>
3: uh
0: yes, it was yeah, it's sort of like uh sort of like your uh, your not your most comfortable pair of pajamas uh you know it was yeah it was a it was a fun suit of course i had to my original idea was that i was going to wear a tuxedo underneath it and so i allowed for extra room and everything and it just became very clear to me that 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 wouldn't work it would have i would have gotten so sweaty and everything else so i had to do a quick change and so i had like two people helping me change backstage from the ewok costume into a tuxedo would have been a lot easier the other way around. Um, and then, of course, we had some some difficulties in the programming because we had a bomb scare that I didn't even know what was going on because nobody wanted to tell me. They didn't want anybody to panic. And so they were keeping people out of the auditorium but keeping the people who were in the auditorium in. And we, we delayed the opening ceremony for like 20 minutes because we couldn't find the USC marching band. Because they had been directed a- away from where they were standing by the police, so it was um, it was a bit crazy, but everything everything went off fine, and uh, it ended with uh, with a Boba Fett dressed Rocket Man flying overhead to deafening noise. But uh, it was uh, it was a great time,
6: and the cake was also very delicious. Yes,
0: that's right. We served cake to six thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, pretty incredible. The whole celebration was. Wonderful. It was the first time we've done a, a six-movie marathon from one to six in that order.
6: Which is which is actually even more than what showed up the number of people that showed up at Celebration uh, three.
0: Yes, which I thought we'd never top, and Celebration three was around thirty
6: four thousand something. Yeah,
0: right around thirty four thousand, and this was thirty five thousand plus a few hundred. So yeah, yeah, it was about
8: a thousand, a thousand more.
6: And which which is which really surprised me when I when I saw the uh, the numbers because it didn't seem you know we weren't as cramped space as as we were back in Indianapolis well, of
0: course we had uh, we had twice the amount of floor space yeah some people think maybe it was a little too much so i mean it certainly was sufficient you looked around and said gee it doesn't look very crowded well you know it wasn't very crowded and that's because of uh, twice the amount of
3: space so
6: people that, that that's it. People were very stretched out, and I want to mention the incredible job done by Mary Franklin and her team for the programming well, department. Well, I
0: couldn't do it without Mary. She's uh, she's in charge of uh, programming and operations, and I mean, she loves nothing more than floor plans and budgets. And uh, yeah, Mary is uh, essential to the success of Celebration. And best hire I've ever made in my life. <laughs>
6: and she, she she you know she actually came back to me about the the, the complaint i made about the half hours programming but she did mention it was you know to move people around and i did realize at that particular moment it was a brilliant idea Yeah, so,
0: so it's, uh, you know there are all kinds of things that that may seem well why did you do it that way and there are all these reasons behind them you may not agree with the reasons and you may still wish that something was done another way but there are valid reasons in our minds for for doing everything the way we do them.
6: I am actually very content and very happy with everything that happened around and at Celebration Four. Well, good. So I have nothing to add that could have made it. Oh, you're like a hard
0: customer to please. So I, I'm <laughs> I'm thrilled to hear that.
6: I, I'm happy to make your day. <laughs> and Celebration Four was five days, right? In comparison to the other uh, conventions and
0: uh, really 6 days if you add in the uh, the movie marathon. So it was it was a long haul, believe me. Yeah.
6: Yeah. And you picked LA like a lot of people thought that was going to be a controversial decision. Um but everything everything actually went out real fine. So if and I'm just saying if there is ever going to be another celebration are there any chance that it's also going to be actually happening in in Los Angeles?
0: Well, I mean, we we are currently looking at the whole issue of celebration and how and if we want to continue them and if so, on what kind of schedule and and then, you know, where do we want to have it and how do we do we want to move it around the country? And so all those issues are in the process of being resolved. And of course, Celebration now is not just a U.S. phenomenon, but an international phenomenon with the success of Celebration Europe. So you know, we're also looking at, um, at the possibility of doing celebrations uh, elsewhere. So all that is uh, is uh, getting
8: distilled
0: now at Lucasfilm and uh, very close to making some decisions and uh you know hopefully we'll have some announcements uh, not long into the new year about uh about some of
8: our plans anyway
6: awesome and i just i need to to talk to you about this because it was too funny the day you had your hour in the fan club lounge mm-hmm. uh in the morning i was standing in line discussing the you know the future star wars celebration 5 and when it would when it would when would it be and i said well you know the real logical year to do it would be 2009 because it's the 10th anniversary of the phantom menace so they'd like to go over with the same 10th anniversary of star wars it's clone wars will be out by then so we're going to be able to discuss that furthermore and maybe you know announce a an hour-long movie or something and then you're going to have the tv series that's going to be coming up so a good chance to you know produce the cast in front of all the fans and everything like that and at that fan hour in the fan club lounge, you mentioned pretty much these same kind of points, and I I thought all
0: that... except all except one of them. I didn't mention the 10th anniversary of the Phantom Menace.
6: You, that's right.
0: I want to I want you know the 30th anniversary is one thing of the original Star Wars, but I I sort of want to get away from you know the the first three celebrations were okay. Well, we're opening. You know, a new movie each time, and this is to get the fans excited in advance of that. And then we decided to do it, you know, just two years later because of the 30th anniversary. But I sort of want to get, um, if indeed we we go ahead and do more celebrations, as uh, as you know, as looks like we will do, we. We want to get away from that, okay, well, what are we celebrating this year mindset and, and get on sort of a regular schedule, regardless if an anniversary happens to fall, fine, uh, but, but that's not the, the main reason that we're doing it, you know, this, this time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, 2009's an obvious year. 2010 is a good year. It, if we go ahead with a celebration five, it, it will be one of those two years, definitely.
6: Well, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, we'll just have to make up our minds first.
6: (laughs) We can help you if you like. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, I'm sure you can.
6: (laughs) So we're going to close the subject on Celebration 4, which was an immense uh, success, and we're going to forward to the middle of the summer. You're flying to London. And you're actually setting foot in some incredible event that you were not expecting was going to turn out the we way it did.
0: Well, you know, Celebration Europe was really uh, difficult to figure out. You know, we had never done anything like that internationally. Um, there has n- Celebration is a very unique kind of show. And so people are used to something very different in the UK or, or anywhere else. They're not used to the... The amount of programming and activities and everything else, and so you know they're used to paying uh, five pounds to go in and, and then pay more money to get autographs and and then walk through and buy stuff and and that's it. But you know, so they they have to be sort of educated as to what a celebration event is, which is something that we will have if we go into into other countries. Um, so we were we were thrilled as the advance tickets just really really started picking up um, I was concerned about the uh, about the size of the space and it got pretty tight in there on uh, on Saturday and Sunday but uh, it was a wonderful turnout that was uh, uh, paid attendance of 29,000 plus another 3,000 kids under eight who were admitted for free um, and it, everybody seemed to have a, uh, a fantastic time so we're, we're really thrilled with the way that turned out too.
6: All right and
0: then we move on to uh to Paris and that was uh that was another fantastic uh, uh convention. It's the second time our official fan club uh, run by Patrice Giraud, who owns Corla which is the publisher of the magazine and, and, and licensee for the fan club, has put on a convention. He put on one in two thousand five, and this time it was the first time ever that the six movies were shown um in order in french and uh he's the convention was sold out a week or two before the actual convention there were no daily admission tickets left because we were limited by the number of seats as wonderful old movie palace called the grand rex and um and so you're limited by the number of seats there um and, and that was uh that was fantastic and he brought in some you know star wars behind the scenes people and some celebrities for signings and and there were some displays and some um uh some licenses there but you know it was all about the programming and then the movies and something that i've never seen before you know when the, when star wars started people people started singing along with the uh with the music and and lighting their lightsabers or and swinging them, or opening their cell phones just to have the light, and just sort of going back and forth in the air with them. It was sort of like uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show meets Star Wars. But they clearly were having great fun. And every time one of the heroes came on, they they cheered. And every time one of the villains came on, they cheered. <laughs> they were um, they were really into it.
6: And and I can tell you that people from Quebec even attended the Star Wars reunion. Oh, that's
0: cool. I know. I'm very thrilled that my book is, uh, came out, uh, uh, in, in French and, and Spanish and German and Japanese and Dutch at the same time because Star Wars is, uh, very much an international phenomenon and, uh, we want to be all inclusive and, uh, um, you know, and Star Wars fandom is, is stronger today than any time it's been in the last decade. It's amazing. In no new movies coming up um but uh, but here we are
6: cuz you know that's actually one of one of the concerns that the media have raised over the course of this year i know in my case i had to repeat myself quite often that you know star wars is not dead by a long shot i mean there's books well people books say well and...
0: yeah but there there are no more star wars movies And i said well look george yeah. said that he has no other stories to tell that he's told his stories and that and there there won't be any more live action star wars movies but Look, we have a, a wonderful, really great animated TV series coming up in 2008. They're um, starting work on the live-action, uh, hour-long um, Star Wars uh, TV series, which will take place in a different time frame, and that will be that will come on either 2009 or 2010. Um, so uh, there's, you know, plus the expanded universe is totally alive and well, and every time, uh, just about every time there's a novel that comes out, it ends up on the New York Times, you know, top 10 bestseller list. So Star Wars is, uh, is very,
8: very strong.
6: And you were just talking about books, but there's not only Expanded Universe books that are coming out, there's also some very nice and informative books uh, we have one right now between our heads called Star Wars, Le Livre Cult, or as our listeners might know it, the Star Wars Vault book.
0: I've had about 10 people try to explain to me what Le Livre Cult means, and I think I understand now. <laughs> but the concept was a little tough getting through to me. But, but it's a great name.
6: Oh, it, it's it's definitely a great name. And uh, it was written by you and Peter Vilmer. And actually it's it's really a collection of, you know, what happened in the past thirty years and the
0: whole idea yeah, the whole idea of the book was, you know, I had done a Star Wars scrapbook about ten years ago, which was fun. It was mostly about, you know, the the merchandise and, you know, collectibles. And when I went through it I thought, Oh yeah, we reproduced a lot of stuff. There were only really about six replicas in there. There's a lot of great photography and things. But um, the idea behind this book was okay. This is this is a book not just for hardcore fans, but also for a broader audience, which likes Star Wars, but you know maybe really isn't into the expanded universe or or buying merchandise, but really telling every aspect of Star Wars over the last thirty years: the 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 making, the marketing, the merchandising, the music. Um, the fans especially and, and and the book everywhere the book is influenced by by what the fans were told and what and what influence the fans have had on on the saga so um, so then it was a matter of you know trying to figure out how to put it together and what kind of order to put it in and mainly what to leave out as far as you know some of the reproductions and and some of the photographs because there's you know I could do a hundred books like this, and still have cool stuff left over. That's that's the great part about Star Wars.
6: And that's one of the reasons I guess you're currently working on the next installment of the Star Wars Encyclopedia.
0: Yes, Pablo Hidalgo and I are uh, working on um, on the totally revised Star Wars Encyclopedia. It's been ten years since the book came out. It you know it's still selling, and people you know, are it's it's still good for you know all the stuff that hasn't changed in the last 10 years but as we know a lot of stuff has changed in the last 10 years so um, we're we are hard at work on that and um, and then um, and I'm going to do another uh different kind of collectibles book for 2009 and uh, not a price guide but uh, but the m- more of a uh, in a way in my mind, although it's not this. It's it's sort of a, a guided tour of Rancho Obi Wan and some of the really cool stuff
3: that's here.
6: Well, I can't wait to see that because you know we we we, we sort of missed the videos of touring Rancho Obi Wan on hyperspace.
0: Um yeah, well you know I've uh I've missed doing them so um <laughs> I'm amenable to doing more, and uh, it's just a matter of um, of the guys who run the website wanting to do more or having the resources to do more. I mean, it was really funny to me when um, you know we have a new, at least a beta, um, uh, mini site on Yahoo.com, and it's part of uh, a Yahoo plan to do a lot of themed mini sites that you know they. They work with StarWars.com and they have official stuff, but they also aggregate a lot of fan sites and fan videos and things like that that are just all over the web. And so it becomes, you know, it becomes this, you know, one-stop shopping almost. And, um, a couple of weeks ago, just, you know, in the way things happen, they, um, they put the Rancho Obi-Wan videos on the very front page of Yahoo as, you know, as an enticement to go to the, to the mini site. And so I got emails from all sorts of people who had never seen or even known about the videos, but because it was on Yahoo, which has a huge audience, it, you know, one of the top web portals in the world, um, all of a sudden those videos got a, got a whole new currency. So that was, that was great fun to see.
3: that's that, uh, okay. <laughs>
6: and, so, what, what can we, can we expect to see some more? Or?
0: Well, I think you should, you need to write to starwars.com and say, we want more videos.
6: Alright, we'll, we'll do that.
0: Oh, I'm gonna get into big trouble for that.
6: <laughs> and I'm sorry, I won't be able to edit it out.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm responsible for everything I say.
6: <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Okay. Now. Uh I'm I'm going to go back a little bit on the Star Wars vault because it's such a great book and I I'm wondering how long did it take you to actually do the book itself the first you know the first draft of the book I guess
0: Yeah it was you know it it, it was probably over about a 9 month period and there were a lot of um there were a lot of blocks in in the beginning and it wasn't until Pete and I sort of sat down and we started bouncing things off of each other, um, specific things about okay, what kind of areas do we really want to go into, and okay, let's pull some stuff too and see you know what that leads us to because that'll suggest certain chapters and and then the whole question of how the how the book got organized was it by ideas? Do you put all the music stuff together? Do you try to do it mostly chronologically and basically we said you know what the heck the the book will tell us once we you know once we start writing it and, and putting it together it will tell us what order it wants to be in and and that in fact happened and um uh, we had great fun going going through not only Pete's collection and my collection but um the uh, the archives the film archives the Research library at Lucasfilm, and then my my favorite moment um, being in one of the small offices outside of George's office, and having one of his assistants carry in a uh, you know fair, fairly fairly normal sized cardboard box, and inside were all the handwritten scripts for all of the movies and treatments, and you know that's it for the the guy lead is leading who is leading the digital revolution in movie making still creates by taking a lined pad and a pencil and and writing his thoughts out and, and you know, writing a script. Pretty amazing.
6: Is Especially coming from George Lucas, you'd figure he'd type down on a laptop or something, but no, it's still the 2HB and the yellow paper, and that's what does it.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's how he creates. I mean, well, that's how he... Thing. <laughs> Obviously, he creates his movies as high tech as it comes.
6: So, so if the fans want to send George a gift this this uh, holiday season, yellow lined up pads and two. not
0: send George a gift, uh, please.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just going to build up in the P.O. box and it's going to uh, be hell afterwards. All right, then restrain yourself, all fans, please. Okay. So, we're going to go quickly into questions from the chat room. Uh we have Simon who's been wondering what can we expect in terms of indie 4 trailer?
0: Um I think there will be one. Um you know Steven is really Steven Spielberg is really running that show and making the decisions as far as we, we just, you know, did the uh, advanced poster which I love. I think Drew did a a wonderful job on that. And um and I'm sure we will see a trailer sooner. Rather than later, there will be a trailer before the movie comes out. But um, he just decided not to do uh, uh, a trailer too far in advance of the movie. I think Steven wants to keep some of the surprises uh, a little longer.
6: All right, I guess we'll just have to wait and wait then. Wait and see. Will
0: you and me both?
6: <laughs> You'll probably see something uh, much earlier than we will. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um,
0: it's really it's. Even though Lucasfilm is producing it, it's really uh, uh, Steven as the director. George First to him on this movie, and you know Paramount is doing the marketing and the publicity. We're doing the, the licensing and the promotional partners. So it's uh, it's carved up a lot more than a Star Wars movie is.
2: Okay,
6: uh, we got a friend Noel who says uh, thank you again for the uh, great signature on the uh, on the, the the little plastic. Piece I brought you at Celebration Four because oh. he still has the E11 blaster with the standee signed by uh, Steve Sansweet. So, well, cool. He's really happy about that, and he asks if we're gonna see a Clone Wars theatrical release at some point, or is that um, just rumors?
0: You know, we we have to we have to announce uh, who are you know, Clone Wars is absolutely a television series, and we're going to be announcing who are television partner is, uh, at least in the U.S., and then you know, after that in in a lot of other countries. Um, but th- that comes first, and then anything else will follow that.
6: Okay. Uh, we have Matab, who wonders, because he's a big fan of Star Wars fan art, and there are so many Star Wars artists out there, can we expect to see a book about Star Wars fan art eventually that uh, might be published?
0: Well, that's an interesting idea. I haven't, uh, I haven't heard of anything like that in publishing. But then again, I don't know a lot. But uh, you know, that that may be something that at some point um, uh, Lucas Books might be interested in. I I don't know. It would be um, it would be interesting to try to figure out how to uh, how to choose. Uh, that kind of stuff. Obviously, we've had uh, a lot of artists work on Star Wars over the years, and, I mean, just at the, at the recent celebrations, we've had some amazing art from, we, we invited over 300 artists, uh, to celebration for people who had worked either directly for Lucasfilm or for licensees on Star Wars art, and, uh, and had a huge turnout for, uh, the Los Angeles Convention, and a, a not bad <coughs> turnout for Europe. So there was lots of great art created for that.
6: And you had, uh, I'm i am really sorry because I'm totally forgetting his name right now, the sculptor who did the Obi-Wan bust?
0: Oh, Lawrence Noble, yeah. Yes. The, and Obi-Wan, and he did a Grand Moff Tarkin in England. So, uh, yeah, amazing pieces.
6: And that was great because it was happening live, so anyone who hasn't seen this yet, you've got to find a way to find pictures. <laughs>
0: Yeah, And, of course, Lawrence also did the uh, Bronze Yoda, which is uh, on a fountain outside the uh, Letterman Digital Arts Center in uh, San Francisco. And there's another one at Big Rock Ranch. And uh, and that was um, a very small number we
8: licensed to.
6: Yep. And the ultimate question. I myself call it the supercalifragilistic edition of Star Wars. My friend Elio prefers to call it the ultimate DVD box set. Uh, basically, what, Star Wars Episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all the making ofs. Any news about that?
0: No, no news about that. That's something that we're always looking at. We've looked at it in the past. We're still looking at it and honestly have not made a final decision. Yeah, sure, at some point we're going to do something like that, but it's a matter of seeing where the market is and, um, you know, just exactly what should be in it. You know, we have some pretty good ideas. We've been tossing around ideas for a couple of years and we've just, you know, made a, a decision that, um, that this year was, was not the right time to release something like that. But uh, we know fans are interested in it. And um, at, at some point uh, I think it's, it's fairly safe to say that there will be something like that, but we have no specific plans right now.
6: There's always a the fiftieth anniversary. That's what I say.
0: My God, Sebastian! I, let's not wait that long for anything. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I'll be I'll be hobbling into uh, conventions uh, on, uh, with my walker.
6: Oh, by then they'll have they'll have developed those uh, you know mecha legs, so you're going to oh, yeah, be fine. Oh
0: yeah, right. Yeah, the walking chairs. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'll have George, make me one of
6: those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what exactly will be next for you, Steve? Um, are we? Are you? Are you staying on at Lucasfilm? Uh, are you going to keep on writing those uh, wonderful books?
0: Uh, I think uh, yes to both of those. The future future for Star Wars is very bright and I'm having too much fun to to do anything else. Um I think we're going to be doing uh, a a fair number of conventions um, in 2008 and we're we're lining up the schedule now. Um you know, we we've got the, the the very exciting Clone Wars series to talk about and we'll have some other things to talk about. Um you know, we're looking at the possibility of uh, of um, of other events. Um, so uh, 2008 again. Um, everybody like, "Well, what are you going to do when there's no movie?" <laughs> I, you know, I I sometimes think we were busier in 2007 than we were in 2004, 2005. I I remember we really were busy then, but it's it's really kept up. I mean, there has not been. A, a lull at all, and um, and I just see that continuing for the indefinite
6: future all right, uh Brian has a question for you now,
2: Steve, are you thinking yes. of coming to Dragon con because you always go on the east coast I, but that's a bit far uh,
6: uh,
0: I'm planning to come to Dragoncon in yes. two thousand eight things things could happen that would um, interfere with that, but yes, that is my plan uh, awesome I miss DragonCon, I've been for a couple of years
6: good. So maybe maybe you'll announce that Star Wars is coming out in 3D. <laughs> you
3: no,
0: know, that's that's still something that, you know, Rick and George want to do, but that's been put on hold. It's not. It's if it if it was just a matter of okay, well here's the magic box, the magic computer and you put the the digital film in one end and the 3D film comes out the other end, then there'd be no problem. The, the real situation is you need the director to sit there and tell the technicians okay in this shot this needs to be out here this needs to be back this needs to be at that level that and so it's really a matter of visually rethinking each shot of the movie and then and then seeing the way it looks and then tinkering some more so there's a lot of time involved on George's part and right now he's been very engrossed in um, the animated series uh, in Indie 4, um, in you know, sort of getting uh, getting the Red Tails project uh, underway, um, you know, starting to work on the um, the live action series. So it's just a matter of finding the right time to be able to do that. And uh, I, I think very definitely the, the way the industry is looking now, there will be enough digital theaters in the next couple of years. Uh, we're all looking forward to movies like uh, Avatar from Cameron, and, um, and, and I think that's the direction of the future. And I think we will see it at some point, but, uh, but it's not going to happen uh, in 2008.
6: All right. Well, um, just to leave you on this wonderful note, uh, we're going to wish you the best season's greeting from all the Star Wars fans around the world.
0: Wars fans have a uh, have a, a wonderful holiday and they uh, make visions of uh, Death Stars dance in your head or whatever it is that dances in your head.
6: <laughs> and we're going to wish you all the best for next year as well when you have to announce uh, Celebration Singapore and Celebration Japan.
8: ah uh-huh, right.
6: <laughs> and uh, we Thanks. want, I want to thank you for being with us. Hold uh, on with us on the line for a few seconds. We're going to go on a short break for our fans and, uh, we'll be right back on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of, any last world, last word, Steve, actually, before I close that?
0: May the force be with you all.
6: See, there you go. Always. Can't have any better. So we'll be right back on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Right after this. And welcome back to Star Wars, Undirected Voice of Star Wars Fandom. Uh, we are now back live on this edition of December 16, 2007 with Simon from Los Angeles, right? Alright. How you doing, Simon? Yeah, this time it's like at least one out of three. That's not too bad. That's not too bad.
4: There you go. <laughs> Thanks for putting me right after a sand suite. You know, no pressure whatsoever. No.
6: You sorry. just you just have to make this really good. But
2: just before we go into talking with you, Brian, who's with us in the chat? We have Alex, we have Cocky One Seventy One, we have Dan Arduggan. we have Dark Wookiee, Ilio, Icastra, Gigo, Heiko, uh Leamang, uh left elbow, Mad Neroid, Raven, Simon, Seymour Canopy, uh Skylover, SOS, Tessa, and Wookie Mark. I
6: just want to say aye to Dan, because Dan Ardugan uh, is my best pal from, from uh, Toronto, so, hey man, how you doing? Best season's greetings, uh, all the best for the new year. So, uh, Simon, on to you.
4: Um, just was so surprised, I actually found out that the show was coming back on. So I'm excited about that.
2: And hopefully you guys are going to keep it up, right? Well, if Seb, if, if Seb does.
6: You know, there's, there's this big announcement that's coming up at the end of the show. And oh. I, I hope it's going to please a lot of fans. And uh, Brian, you know about it a little bit. You think it's a fair decision on my part?
2: Fair? Is is it, fair is has it, to do with anything. Is it's it cool. Good. It's good. It's good. It's cool. It's good. I'll be listening sometimes.
6: There you go. All right. So we'll go into further details on that later on. All but right. now, Simon, the spotlight is on you.
4: The spotlight's on me, great. Um, Yeah, so pretty much I just wanted to say that I think it's really the true time for the true Star Wars fans to still be around. Because for a while, Star Wars was getting pretty trendy. You guys gotta admit that.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally.
4: You know, when the prequels came out, everyone came out and said that they were a closet fan. But now, with nothing, not counting the Expanded Universe and the Clone Wars cartoon coming out, I guess it's the true fans are still sticking around. Yep. That, and you know what? C4 showed that there's still a lot of true fans around.
6: Yeah, especially the numbers of Celebration 4. I mean.
4: Yeah, I was just amazed.
6: I was totally flabbergasted when the when the numbers came out. Yeah. So, that was
4: also, the. Also, I was at Comic Con maybe, what, a month after, a month and a half after? Okay. And there were still Star Wars fans everywhere.
6: Well, even Dragon Con,
2: we're going to talk about yeah, that little a little bit later. Yeah.
4: Comic Con, there was a little bit mentioned, mention. People were like, hey, were you at C4? Did you see the Clone Wars preview? People were talking about it. You know, and let's not forget about the extended Universe, how amazing it's been this year. Yeah, The Legacy of the Force books, and the comic also. Some of the best Star Wars writing, I think, in a long time. Even better than the NJOs.
6: <laughs> that, that, that's going rough, but... So far, I have to agree with you, and to, you know, hold up to my statute of bad reader, I'm still into sacrifice.
2: Wow. Oh, which one's that one? The one that
6: came out at Celebration 4 back
2: in May. <laughs> oh, I, I, I finished Betrayal. In Sebastian, I got to meet Karen Travis, and Karen is an amazing person, people. Yeah, Karen's great. Yeah.
6: And we had... Me, Simon, and Noel, uh, our friend in the chat room, Cocky171, uh, we had so much fun, right? Just waiting for Karen Travis.
4: And just bugging Noel. And Noel's probably laughing his head off right now because he knows what we're talking about.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I still have the video of him suffering <laughs> through the pain of not knowing which character
4: gets to sacrifice. If he wants yeah. sacrifice, it was Noel's face that day.
6: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, No, it, it was really something So, uh, S- Simon, what what was your best highlight Apart from Noelle's suffering What was your best highlight of uh, Star Wars Celebration 4? Oh, yes and-
4: I we mean Karen Travis And, you know, C4 was the date The last day was my birthday And she signed my, my sacrifice cover I mean, my book Happy Birthday, Karen Travis And that's oh. just amazing Because she's one of my favorite authors Awesome And that's just... And you know what? Everyone was great. Everyone was nice. Kind of disappointed that we didn't hear some big major news But the Clone Wars trailer. I still get goosebumps when I think about it.
6: Yeah. (laughs) That that was really
3: amazing.
4: (laughs) I don't think enough people have seen what it is. Because a lot of people are probably thinking, Oh, it's exactly like the Clone Wars that came out a couple years ago. No, 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 no. This is going to be pretty insane. That's all I have to say from what we saw.
6: Yeah, I, I really can't wait to see that. Yeah. And, um, you know, apart from that, and apart from telling everybody at Celebration 4 that Karen Travis killed R2-D2 in Sacrifice...
4: Uh, re- hey, remember when I was talking to someone on the phone, someone just turned around that they killed R2?
6: <laughs> yes, but you missed, you missed the best part of that actual joke, is during the Billy Dee Williams panel, I'm talking to some guys, and they said... They're just talking about, you know, Lando being still alive in the in the Expanded Universe. And I'm like... And I just turn around to one of my friends from from Montreal, who was there with me. And I say, yeah, isn't it too bad he dies in sacrifice? And this girl from <laughs> Toronto... This girl from Toronto just turns around and says, what? <laughs> you guys were jerks, weren't you? <laughs> you can ask. It. it was so funny. As he was on the phone, he's telling one of his friends... Yeah, Karen Travis killed R2 D two in sacrifice, and this guy k- turns around and looks at him with those eyes like, What? That can't be Life true. Is and Simon just looks at the guy and he's like, No, 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 don't worry, and he's he's on the phone, he's like, Yeah, yeah, she killed R2 D two. The
4: greatest part was spreading that rumor all to the Yes. Before.
6: And he, yeah. even Karen actually
2: kicked in with the game of,
6: uh, killing R2D2 at the end. So, you guys
2: were terrible. That's like, that's like those guys who went around to all the Walmarts on, like, the night that, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix came out, and they started spreading rumors that, like, Dumpledore kills Hermione, and by accident, and these, these, these <laughs> soccer moms, like, you know, start swearing well, fits yeah, at these is, guys. Uh, four, which was
4: even more guerrilla terrorist-like.
2: Oh yeah, it's and that's kind of worse cuz were around the Star Wars. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but if you have common sense, you know R2 will be rebuilt in like 5 minutes what.
6: So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's not a real big loss.
4: But <laughs> uh, honestly, if people are not reading The Legacy of the Force, and it's still not too late cuz the last book comes out in May. Yeah. Next year. Pick it up and start reading it. I think it would help if you read some of the NJO's.
6: Uh, maybe also the, uh, the, Central the chronology. The, the Killick trilogy.
4: Yeah, the darkness.
6: Yeah, tr- the darkness trilogy by Troy Denning.
4: But, uh, and the new books are just amazing.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: And I think it's going to change a lot of images that people have star- about Star Wars. Because you think is dark? This is pretty dark right now.
2: This is very dark. <laughs> yeah.
4: Brian, how far are you in the books right now?
2: Uh, I finished Betrayal.
4: Okay, so you guys are still kind of way far. Yeah, I haven't
2: really been. Oh, this is. I'm kind only of a two revelation. behind. <laughs> I kind of. I haven't been in Star Wars at all. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, like I just been busy with the movie. Yeah, that working, finishing uh, my oh, BA, yeah. and mostly Doctor Who and Torchwood.
4: Hey, Doctor Who is pretty cool actually. This B. year,
3: it's
2: pretty good.
4: Well, last year, whenever I was in the UK. But honestly, pick up the books, guys, and you can still see the forces strong with the books. And don't lose hope, this animated series is going to be insane.
6: And we also have the Force Unleashed to look forward to.
4: Yeah, which, you know, I don't care if it comes out next year, as long as they develop it well, that's all I'm asking. Yep. As long as it's a game I can enjoy replaying over and over. And apparently, I don't know how I found this out, but on Amazon, you can pre-order the novel. Right now,
6: oh yeah, yeah, I do believe, yeah, I do believe you can. Um, We had
4: we had the novel and the art book, and there's a March date, like middle of March, so maybe that's when we're getting the game. Hmm. Who knows?
2: It's possible. That would think they
4: would release the books around the same time as the game.
2: Yeah, well, theoretically, so you can like tie it all in, and that'd be it'd be silly if they weren't if they were to bring out the books ahead of time. Yeah, because that's why they cancel all the action figures
4: before, but not a couple months before yeah so that's pretty much it. It's still an amazing time to be a Star Wars fan, and you know collectings still growing strong. I'm sure everyone's still buying their figures. I know I am still am
3: mm-hmm. It's
2: passionate you still playing action figures?
6: I haven't bought action figures in a long time actually. The last
4: if you email me, I still have an r two k t for you if you need one.
6: Oh, yes, I do, and yes, I will, and uh yes, 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 so many, yes. <laughs> I definitely. you
4: wanted Comic Con because you asked me, and then you disappeared.
6: No, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I moved actually. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. During the month of July, all the way through about two weeks ago.
4: <laughs> that must have been a major move. Uh,
6: it was. It was a long move, but it it paid off because, as Brian mentioned earlier, the Sandcrawler is really well organized now.
4: There you go. So you are doing that soon. So my Sandcrawler be organized also
6: (laughs) it's really just about taking the time to do so so that's why the show hasn't been that present and on top of that you know hadri's ad and her her own life taking over so yeah we've uh we've been pretty busy
4: but it's hoped that everything will be back on question are you ever going to archive the interview with karen travis and the other stuff from c4
6: Everything from Celebration 4 is gonna be, uh, is actually gonna be archived separately due to, you know, I I just want people to easily find what they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, the the, the main show of Celebration 4 will be archived as one big, uh, show by himself. The interview with Chris Mock is actually gonna be separate. And, uh, Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna follow up to all of that. At the end of the show. <laughs> okay.
4: Can't wait to hear the news, and hopefully there'll be more shows, not every seven, eight months,
3: right?
6: There's Sebastian? Okay, well, I can tell you right now, there's hopefully going to be more show. I just can't say when? on, you know, what kind of basis there's going to be shows. I can't say if it's going to be one show a month. I can't say if it's going to be one show per two months, three months, seven, eight months, or, you know, every week. Uh Every second day. Every second day. I, I don't know. We're gonna we're we're gonna have to work on that, but in the meanwhile you guys are gonna have something to actually uh what do you, what's the word? Uh you know, chew on, I guess. Uh, Snack on, mumble on. Say in French.
3: Yeah, say in French.
6: <laughs> no, it's 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 really it's mumble on. I don't know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking mumble on. I I don't know why. Is, is that a saying? Mumble? mumble? Yeah. You have to you know chew on what's left. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe chew on you guys are going to be happy. I can, I, I, I think so. Yeah. And uh, like apart from Celebration Four and Comic Con, what what is the best Star Wars moment for you this year?
4: That's kind of hard. Um, just you know what? I recently joined a group. If you live in Los Angeles, check it out. It's called lajedi.com, and we practice lightsaber skills. It's free. All you need is a Force Effects Master replica. We have extra ones, and just seeing people still playing with lightsabers, and again, instructed. It's also like the guys from New York are teaching us how to do it, but that's just an amazing time.
6: It. I'm on the website right now, and it looks really cool. So, everybody who wants to stop by lajedi.com, feel free to do so. And uh, join up and be careful, because Simon is nasty with those things.
4: Yeah, I'm nasty, but I have no lightsaber skills whatsoever. (laughs) But, yeah, and not only if you live in Los Angeles, there's a bunch of other ones. There's ones in New York, Pennsylvania, all that. Join it. It's fun, and it's free, and it's a good exercise. Awesome. All right, guys. So... so,
6: Email
4: me, and I will send you your 2 K T
6: yeah, I will be in touch with you this week. Okay. And hey guys. And uh have a great holiday season. You too. All the best for the new year.
4: And everyone enjoy your new move, Brian, Sebastian, and all that.
6: Thank you very much. Take care, Simon. All Ta- right. Take Bye. care of you. Bye. Bye. Yay. We're almost at the end of the show. But before we go to the end of the show, Brian, we have a little, you know, Dragon Con memories to share do we?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Dragon Con. It was fucking awesome, man. Because you went to Dragon Con. It was fucking awesome. It was my first DragonCon ever. It was mine, too. But Tess had been like, since Ad Astra, she's like, we're going to go to Ad Astra. Or no, we're going to go to DragonCon. We're going to go to Dragon Con. I was like, okay, it sounds awesome. And then I got there and it was awesome.
6: Yeah, it was. It was so, it was really right. It's, it, the way it actually occurs, you know, around
2: the three hotels, the three hotels is the best setup you can have. It's better than a convention center. I'm I'm not sure if it's better than a convention center, but it's an
6: interesting setup. That's for sure. The um, the whole the whole you know series of thing as well of all you know there's so many tracks. I many tracks are there. At Dragon Dragonflies. Yeah, like I I, I went to one panel. I went to one. No, no,
2: sorry. I went to two panels. I went I... to the Torchwood panel and I went to the Battlestar Galactica. Panel on Monday.
6: I managed to get myself to the Star. It's not. It was. It wasn't the Star Wars costume contest. Was it? Yeah, it was. Star Wars costume contest. That's the only thing I managed to see. (laughs) Because the rest of the time, I was actually filming the uh, USCM Marines, the the Colonial Marines of Aliens, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was it was interesting to stick around with those guys from all over all around the world and everything. I was a little bit, you know, sad that there wasn't much 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 more going on for Star Wars this year. But to their credit, they had an entire track dedicated only to Star Wars.
2: That's pretty good.
6: And the 501st were there and they they had panels for the kids. So that was really awesome. Uh there of course the 501st in the parade. Uh I I 501st, Rebel Legion, Jedi Assembly in the parade. Those guys, it was, wow. It was just amazing.
2: Were You were in the parade, right?
6: I was in the parade. I at, was in the parade. As a Weyland-Yutani employee yeah. with, with the aliens
2: guy. I was the doctor.
6: You were the doctor? I was the doctor with You're the 3D You're so classes. handsome that you, got, you get to be the doctor. Congratulations.
2: I was the one with the 3D glasses. In the pictures, if you see them online. That's yeah. me. And then we we're playing with the dalek, throwing it up in the air. Yeah, because you have an inflatable beach, dalek. Beach volley dalek. Don't you like that? It was fun. Dragon Con is a lot of fun. Yeah. Be careful. Don't drink too much. So, would you actually refer Dragon Con to people? As like... I would. It's the best con I've ever been to. Yeah. I've been to Comic Con. Uh huh. I've been to Celebration Three. I've been to you know smaller conventions in Canada, and. um yeah, it's the best one I've been to. All right then. I, I I don't know, like Star Wars, you know. There's a lot of 501st. There's the 501st party, is something that is widely attended. Oh yes, is widely attended, and usually there's one group of people that are the loudest and most obnoxious. And this year was the Colonial Fleet, the Battlestar Galactica fans, and I happened to be rooming with all Fleet people, <laughs> so I got to I, I got a taste of the Fleet, and um. So, yeah, it was great.
6: And are you a Galactica fan as well? Yeah, I'm a
2: Galactica fan as well, so it worked out. And, uh, yeah, I had a ball. It was the best con I've ever been to. There's not, there, it, the, the best thing for me is I like costuming, so there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of costuming. So, not as much Star Wars costuming this year, but um, I think that maybe next year we'll have more. I think that people are a little burnt out, and the people that would have gone to dragon con to show off their star wars costumes this year went to see went to c4 instead because you know that was the big convention so i think maybe next year we'll see a lot more at dragon con and there's there's not you know there's no you know there's no celebration next year so all the star wars fans that would have spent their money to go that went to dress c4 this year will be going to dragon con i think next year at least on the east coast because you know it's the big East Coast convention. Yeah. You know, and the New York Comic Con is trying to take over, but it's you know it's only like its, it's third year is this year, so they're still working through their growing pains. Was starting no, around for twenty years. You know, New York Comic Con.
6: Years. New York Comic Con is fun and it's nice, but it's it's a,
2: a convention for comics. Yeah,
6: it's a, it's a much smaller convention. Than oh, it's not. Con. It's in it's terms not, not in terms of people attending, but in terms of you know spectrum of things you can do per fandom. To put it simply. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I had a fair, uh, DragonCon experience. I was pissed because I was sick. Yeah,
2: that's the only problem. You can't be sick.
6: It's hard. And on Saturday night, I was sick. So at eight o'clock, I was in the room. Ah, oh, and Saturday night's a good, a good night, man. And I slept all the way through Saturday night. Woke up at around three o'clock when some of the folks came back in because Funny story. We get into the Hyatt on on Friday, and they tell us that the hotel has been overbooked, and we have. They
2: always overbook. Yes, show up early on Friday. They and and we had to go.
6: We had to go at the at the uh, Sheraton.
2: They comped your room
3: though.
6: Yeah, well, they comped our room at the Sheraton, and you know we only had to pay for the the two night, the one night left at the Hyatt. But still, did you move to the Hyatt? Yeah we, last night? yeah, we did move to the IAD for the last night. Which on caused, Sunday night? We, yeah, w- actually Sunday afternoon, which caused a little bit of, uh, you know, it was Problems. a pain in the ass because we missed some of the convention. Yeah. And when we left on Monday, it was so hectic that one of my friends actually forgot her passport. Are you serious? In the room. in <sighs> that those little belts, you know, it yeah. was skin color. It was on the bed, so she didn't saw it.
2: Oh shit! Forgot
6: it on a bed with about twenty seven bucks in there.
2: Did she get it
6: back? She got the passport back, not the money.
2: Who Cares about the money. Twenty seven bucks. Yeah, no, that's passport. Yes, important. I-, I lost my passport this year right before you know Dragon Con. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I had to get a new one. That was fucking. That was freaking panicking. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. We it worked out fine, you know, and I barely got it. And like, I was I was going away to Toronto before we went to dragon con and my parents had to send it to me like express post and okay it was it was a bit harrowing but you know i got my passport you know
6: and it was all good that's cool not that you need your passport to go to the states but it's just yeah wonderful. but it's just so much easier
2: yeah like i like i'm taking the plane on christmas day to you know go home from toronto and it's just like it's just i i said oh let me take my passport you just show it, and it's the most universal form of ID. If you want to be, if you want to go to conventions internationally, get a passport. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to go anywhere, if you want to take the plane to go to a convention,
6: get a passport. Get a passport.
2: Especially, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be better if you get a passport. Just get a passport. It's you know, it's, it'll cost you a hundred bucks and a little bit of trouble, but then you have a passport.
6: Yeah, it's worth it.
2: Oh, it's definitely
6: worth it. And you you just leave it with your social insurance card and. Use it when you need it. Exactly. That's all. So, uh Brian, do you think it's about this time of the night?
2: Yeah, go for it. Do your special announcement. You should do the big announcement. Wait, wait, I want to plug my podcast right now, okay?
6: okay. Yeah, because, you, yeah, you know, I, cause, we like, fought, and then you left. Well, we didn't fight.
2: We had a little disagreement. I you know, yelled at we were, you. I and... yelled back passive-aggressively, and then yeah. we, we, we were friends, like, week late, uh, two weeks later. yeah. And, and, like, and you
6: did, and you went ahead and did your own project called Pod
2: Escape, right? Yeah, so it's pod at pod-escape.com, and I've done a few episodes this year. I've been really busy this year, so I haven't done a lot of episodes. So I'm hoping that next year I'll be doing a few more, and, uh, I did, um, an episode on High Definition, an episode on Doctor Who, an episode on, um, a little bit on movie adaptations, and then we did, uh, pretty much just a recording of a podcasting panel at, um, polaris this year It's the four episodes i did this year tessa does it with me and um I have a lot of fun to talk about what we like well, but uh, i've been really busy for the last few months because i've been working and finishing my ba which should be done this week yeah we'll be done school awesome
6: yes and so. social politics or
2: social politics political science political science i'll have a bachelor of arts in political science I don't know what to say,
6: <laughs> but it's gonna be funny.
2: <sighs> yes. Okay. I just read something in the chat.
6: Should I read it? No, it's fine. Okay. Um. So high def, eh?
2: Yeah, I love high def. What's what? What would be the best for Star Wars? Blu-ray or HDD? It doesn't really matter. They're both freaking same. You know what the difference is, Sebastian? You know what the difference is. I know what the difference
6: is. The the the, the, the difference between
2: HD DVD and Blu-ray disc is that one company is supported by Toshiba and created and supported by Microsoft, and uh, it just it has exclusivity deals with Universal Studios and Paramount for the next year. Um, that's the and the Blu-ray is supported. Uh, HD DVD is also supported by Microsoft. Blu-ray is created by Sony. And it is supported by Fox, uh Disney and exclusively uh Warner does Warner does both formats. And uh But they, Warner actually pushes the uh the HD more uh, than it depends Ray. sometimes they're, they're, they they no, they waver. No, I've
6: I've been I've been to press events and trust me, they,
2: they push They're they're they 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 I've heard they wanna go exclusive with someone, they're just deciding.
6: Uh they said H D so far.
2: Yeah, I know. Which is gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> anyway. You know the diff- the difference is one has 50 gigabytes capacity, one has a 30 gig capacity. They both are capable of giving you 1080p. So they're both capable of giving full HD, the maximum high definition. You know standard. You know if you go beyond that, you start to get sick. Mm-hmm. You look at look it up on the net. I think it's super high definition or ultra definition. People uh the company ultra did it. Definition. Yeah, ultra definition. They did it in Japan, and it, it looks beautiful, but it makes people sick. It looks too good.
6: Yeah, yeah, there's just too much. To there's too many to bacon. Yeah,
2: there's too much to take in, and you feel sick. So, you know, high definition is where it's at, and they both can do try true high definition sound. It's not a difference. It it's depends on who you want to support, and why you want to support it. You know, at the end of the day, which which player is the best? Sebastian, you told me earlier in the day
6: that the, the best player is actually the Super Blue from LG because it does both Blu-ray and. Uh, HDVD. And right out this Christmas, they have a great, uh, a great deal for the blue, uh, the Super Blue 2, which is their second version. And yeah. it upconverts DVDs, regular yeah, was, DVDs and, and to 1080i. So
2: and, and at the end of the day, Star Wars is coming out in Blu-ray. Sorry to break your, burst your bubble, everyone that's, hasn't, has an HD DVD. I'm looking into getting an HD DVD player. So, you know, I'll have to get a Blu-ray at some point. You no, know, it's it's a fact.
6: Well, I can tell you that LG actually has uh Blu-ray DVDs, yeah, well, Blu-ray DVD reader for the uh, the computer. Yeah.
2: So yeah, it's
6: so worst case scenario, you
2: make yourself a media center with a Blu-ray DVD. Yeah. It's, it's but you know, even then, Warner's developed discs that are Blu-ray and HD and DVD all at the same time, with DVD on the top, and then there's a. Uh, you know, eight, Blu-ray reads at I think 150 millimeters or mm, nm's, nanomillimeters, Na- nanometers, and the HD reads at 90. So you can have both Blu-ray and HD on the same side, so you won't even have to flip it to okay. get to to switch between the two. It's just adjusting the laser height and where it reads. It's that stupid.
6: Just like the the old. You know, record player. Where yeah, would have either forty-five uh, or thirty-three. It's yeah. that
2: stupid. That is the <laughs> difference. It is a, it's, it's, it's a height. What? That, that is, that you can read the true high-def format is Warner's baby. They want, you know, they don't want yeah. a format war, and I can't blame them. No, They're the biggest a... studio too. You can't yeah. fuck with Warner. They own so much. <laughs> AOL Time Warner. Ugh. Yeah. It screw around with them? No. no, you don't. No, you don't.
6: You can actually call them up and they'll be very nice with you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure nice. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I won't go any further into that. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but, my podcast
2: uh, URL is, uh, pod-escape.com. You can also go to pod com. But, you know, pod-escape is a redirect. So you can go listen to four episodes that are there right now. They're all up right now. You can go listen to them.
6: Awesome. Yep. So, Star Wars Christmas present. Would you? Are you gonna go get yourself uh, the Star Wars Vault book? I really like it, but I
2: just don't have the cash. I think rock Band is in my future more than Star Wars Vault. Yeah, rock bands, freaking cool, man. Play Guitar Hero yet? I have. You I suck sucked at it. <laughs> <laughs> I suck too. The, the but Tess
6: is okay. Tess cool. is pretty good. The, the the Star Wars Vault. It would, looks so pretty. Would, would you, I want would, you
2: it. would you actually buy it? Or I I would buy it eventually, but I have no, to... no for, for
6: for for a Star Wars fan.
2: Yeah, but I want to read the I got Tessa for her birthday. The Star Wars making of that came out and around the round episode three. No, no, no. What about oh, episode yeah, yeah, four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she back in back in September. Yeah, yeah. no, no, May. It was, oh yeah, it was in the spring. Yeah, May. Yeah, I got her that. That looks really cool. The making
6: right. the making of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, I
2: want to read that one first.
6: It, it's also a very. Yeah, that looks really pretty. And it's big and it's, ah.
3: Yeah,
2: it's
6: nice. Thank you! Now I gotta buy myself another book. (laughs) There we go! (laughs) Uh.
2: Thank you, Tessa, for posting my URL.
6: Awesome. So, everybody's been asking, you know, what's been going on with Star Wars on direct, where we were actually, uh, given the hiatus, uh, status on Star Wars fanworks. I did not, you know, make a big ruckus about Trying to get out of that, I mean, let's face it—I didn't have much time to do it.
2: Ecastrer, uh. <laughs> William, where's your telephone number, man? I—I I think I
6: got that somewhere.
2: The show needs more Ecastrer, in my opinion. Well, my opinion too. I Especially... was just—I was just about to announce something. I but... know. I'm sorry.
6: Well, make make him give you his you phone can... number. <laughs>
2: It's been a while since we talked to the cast right now. I know. I spoke with them recently on Amazon.
6: And yeah, so to go on, you know Keep going, we'll talk oh, to them after. A lot of you guys have actually been, you know, looking to sending us emails saying uh will the archives ever be back up, will uh the show ever be back up and everything. I can tell you that Star Wars on direct isn't dead in a long shot. Um I enjoy doing the show way too much. I've been actually asked in the past few months to become part of a new project about Star Wars well not about Star Wars radio shows, but about, you know, general new media radio show on the internet. Uh axing mainly on movies and things like that. So what I decided to do was to help those guys out a little bit and uh and from there on see what was gonna happen. As for Star Wars Sound Direct, uh it all depends. You have to press one. Ah, oh, shit. It's really all going to depend on things like hosts and things like that cuz I have to find a, you know, hosts for regular shows or not and I'd rather have fun doing the shows. Hello? If I Hi, Castra. Hi. Hey, hold hold on for a second, okay? I'm just going to finish what I was uh, what I was saying. Uh, I'd rather find a Star Wars on Direct host and co-host that will be able to, you know, do a show and have fun doing it than be able to do a show every two weeks. And at some point going, it's kind of difficult. My schedule and this and this and that. So Star Wars on Direct is about having live interaction with Star Wars fans. And that's what I'm aiming the show toward in the next few months. So if we're going to have, you know, an interview with a particular author because a particular book came out, then we're going to have a particular show about that. And that's going to happen when it's going to happen, and it will be announced way ahead of time because of the new way that you guys are going to be able to listen to Star Wars on direct. But before I go into that, Ikasra. How are you doing? Good, yourself? I'm PG. <laughs> Beachy in Ottawa under 3 feet 3 foot of snow.
8: Yeah. I am scared to go outside.
6: I <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm scared for Brian cuz he ha- he has to go back home. Yeah.
2: Uh, I want to give him a flashlight
6: to, to dig himself a tunnel into the snow.
2: <laughs> I I just hope I don't pass out and start seeing visions of Obi-Wan Kenobi and go to Dagobah. Okay. And then
6: you wake up the next morning and you realize that it's just the blue metro sign. That yeah. You were so close.
2: I was so close, but yet so far away. Yeah. I, I, threatened to cut you open when we went to go get food.
6: Yeah, and I said, you know, you, you, you said I smell bad on the outside, but just wait till you smell my insides. <laughs> so, uh, Ikasra, what's yep. been, what's been going on this year?
8: Oh, um, I believe What I've been doing, basically, I have a job now. Oh my gosh. Um, I am a games journalist for GameSpot.com.
6: Okay, that's nice.
8: I'm also finishing my last year of high school. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's about about it.
6: Well, I can tell that uh, the job you have is very difficult because the Montreal International Game Summit happened here a few weeks ago. And, uh, the press was actually put on a panel. It was the panel that ended the conference. And, uh, they were, oh my god, they, they were bashed. They were bashed? They were bashed by all the developers that were there. And they said, like, you, you give, like, Halo a 9.5 and Microsoft sends you, like, $800 of freebies and gifts to go to that. But when it comes out to game, like, you know, Raymond Rabbit Rabbits 2, you just, like, Give it a 7.5, but you just don't, you know, realize how much has been going into the development of the game, you know, the engine, and the images, and things like that. It was it was kind of funny.
8: Uh, yeah, uh, actually, our site has been in the news recently with our um, editorial director being fired. Um, There's a lot of rumors surrounding his departure, but uh, I'm not at liberty to say anything, <laughs> but
3: <laughs>
2: So, William what do you think of the Star Wars game coming out next year do you have any thoughts yeah. since you're, you've got you know you got your hand on the or your finger on the pulse there
8: well I haven't played it I've seen the trailer I've seen the screenshots I am very excited um, I think this will probably be one of the first games that really pushes um, the next generation engines with the 360 and the ps3 specifically um, that's about it really I, I'm extremely excited for it.
2: Awesome! Yay!
6: <laughs> what are you expecting for the uh, for for the holiday seasons?
8: Ah, uh, I I am just swamped with games now. Rock Band comes out tomorrow in Canada. Um, Mass Effect, Call of Duty Four. I, I just have so much to do. S-
2: so little time, so many games to play. Mm-hmm. I wish I had your draw. Oh, well, trust me, you don't.
6: <laughs> A friend of mine just has just spent like 40 hours on Mass Effect, slept an hour, then woke up, then spent 30 hours on I don't know what games from from Ubisoft. Uh, I think it was uh, Assassin's Creed, and then another hour of sleep, and then another game, and all because he has to review that like before the Thursday of the week. Ech, yeah.
2: It's a hard life,
6: video games. Oh, DVDs are nice. Even DVDs. You know, you have to go through the, the, the movie, the audio commentary, the blah, blah, That's blah, the blah. You guys
2: are reviewing it. I just sell it. Yeah, I'm just a monkey. <laughs> Come on. I, I could be a monkey. I, I swear to God. <laughs>
6: you could be a monkey.
2: I, I could be a monkey in a computer. I believe you. <laughs> That's all they really need.
6: But you know the chimpanzees are really good with the numbers. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. Better, I'm than, not, I, better than me.
6: Better than humans, yeah. So, okay. And uh how did you enjoy the 30th anniversary year of uh Star Wars?
8: I have not really been into Star Wars other than just picking up the legacy of the Force novels or listening to the Force cast, but uh, hopefully with SWD coming back, um, I'll probably get more into it. I didn't go to C4. Like I said in the chat, there were other confessions I went to and had fun of those during the summer. Um, but I am looking forward to next year. Yeah? The Fourth Unleashed and hopefully the Clone Wars show, and it'll be fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. Okay, thank you, William, for being on the show with us. I think Sebastian is dying to tell us what's going on with, um, Star Wars on Direct and his new direction. Yeah. Go for it, Sam. Well,
6: uh, Ikasra? Okay. You're good? Yep. Have a great time, Bye, man. Take care. Happy holidays. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, my dear friends, uh, you know, I know how much you love Star Wars on direct. I know how much you cannot get enough of Star Wars on direct. So I've decided to make Star Wars on direct on direct. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's, you know, Star Wars on direct means Star Wars live. Live mean it's, you know, happening straight in front of you. So from now on, when you go to StarWarsOnDirect.com or SWENDirect.com, the website, and you click to listen, starting tomorrow, you're going to be able to listen to the shows that uh, we did in the past. You're going to be able to listen to the current fan audio shows and fan audio drama. And you're going to be able to do that 24 hours a day and 7 days a week. And eventually you're even going to have a nice little schedule that you're going to be able to follow and see what's going to be coming up next and things like that. So I think you're going to have a lot of fun, but pretty much that's the big news. Star Wars on Direct is going to bring you on Direct Star Wars content 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.
2: So streaming? Streaming media. So you can just be able to click on listen and you just listen. It's going to be something Star Wars on all the time. Yeah. That's a lot of work, man. No, That's pretty cool. It's going to be fun. So I can just, if I want some Star Wars, click. If you
6: want some Star Wars, you just come to Star Wars on Direct. You just click on listen and voila. That's awesome.
2: That's pretty smart.
6: Yeah. I figured. You like it?
2: I like it. Yes.
6: So there you go. That That is the big news. And, uh, you're gonna be, you know, able to listen to Star Wars from pretty much anywhere. You're gonna be able to listen from, to Star Wars from work. You're gonna be able to listen to Star Wars, uh, from, you know, home, of course, from your room, from your living room, from your kitchen, while you're doing the, the, the cuisine during the holidays. So,
2: doing the cooking,
6: not the cuisine. I like cuisine. It, it's it sounds for, just... It sounds a little, you know, Pompous,
2: <laughs> just like you, just like me. You're little and pompous. <laughs> yes,
6: I look like a mushroom. <laughs> awesome. So I guess that would uh, that would be it for the show for tonight. Yeah. Okay.
2: It I was guess nice. this like my last hours on direct.
6: Yeah. I guess. Well, no. Well, cause... you know.
2: But we might do some. But like yeah. the other one, I guess. there'll
6: there'll be some more in Toronto
2: and other places. Maybe Dragon
6: Con even.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you should come listen to my podcast pod-escape.com, and you can come see me in videos that Tessa puts together on Bad Wolf Productions. She's going to put the link in the chat. I think it's badwolfproductions.com. She's working on the website right now. So we do little fun videos, parody videos, with Star Wars, and Doctor Who, and Battlestar Galactica. Cool. And Seb, you saw shoot one, and you made fun of me. Well... (laughs) How could you not? Can can, can we spoil it? Oh, yeah, go for it. It's it's Rose Tyler dating show number two. You So you can go watch that.
6: You were actually, you know, dressed up as Fat Adama. From, the Fat no, Apollo, yeah. The Fat Apollo. Yeah. So,
3: the,
6: Yeah,
2: yeah. how could you not make fun of that? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, I didn't even saw it at it, that it's, time. It's, it's on, it's on. It, it's no, no, I mean, I mean,
6: at that time I didn't, I, I hadn't seen Fat Apollo.
2: Oh, you hadn't gotten
6: to that part. <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen the beginning of the third season yet. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh my God. This is wrong. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me, he loses the weight. Yes, he does. Okay, good. <laughs> that that was so bad.
2: <laughs>
6: but yeah, no, it's. Uh...
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, does has a great comment. You have to read that, Sab. I have to read it. Yes, you just have to read it. Oh, I can read it to you.
6: No, that's fine.
2: Yeah, no, it's too okay. so good. I thought he was go- going to
6: say you can click listen live and hear me, Sab. Whenever I'm on my computer, we can talk Star Wars all the time. <laughs> Is well, that Tessa, what you do all the time?
2: If 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 you
6: want, <laughs> you know, as soon as I get as I get home from work, I can get on my podcast and I'll try to get like this head, this uh, wireless head. head it should be your helmet, and yeah. you can walk around the apartment. I'll be talking. I'll I'll gonna be on the on the can on the can, and I'll, I'll be in the refresher, like you know, shaving. And so yeah, if I wish I had a lightsaber because you know it might burn my skin though, but I'm sure it would burn the roots as well. And. <laughs> That would be the you know the topic of the morning show or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> William had another good vision of you personally coming to his house and delivering him Star Wars content in hand.
3: <laughs> it's a very
2: visual. Apparently, people are have great imaginations on how you were going to deliver this on direct.
6: It's funny. Eh? Yeah, it's good. Well, I love it. But I'm happy because a lot of people seem to you know. Happy about the, the way that it's gonna come, it's gonna
2: come out. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's awesome. I'm anxious to hear. So starting tomorrow? Starting tomorrow. So like in three hours? Yeah. Awesomeness. Just to give me
6: time to edit this show and put it on. Awesome. This, this show's gonna be the first show to be put on. And there's gonna be some, uh, some excerpts from the, uh, Celebration 4. Awesome. Interviews as well. So, you guys are gonna be able to listen to all that, all day long. Cool. That's gonna be fun. And are you gonna put this on a podcast? This one?
2: Yeah. This show,
6: yes. It's gonna be, is gonna be archived and it's gonna be on a podcast on iTunes.
2: Okay, can you give it to me too?
6: What, uh, I'm gonna
2: put it on my feed too. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Well, you can
6: download (laughs) it from the, from the website. Or you can give it to me right Uh, now. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Now that you have a one gig, you know Stick, USB yeah, key.
2: You no, know, I mean, I'm really happy about that.
6: Awesome. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, geez, Simon. No, Thank Simon.
6: You. No, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, so just to make to make things clear, I I'm not going to be talking 24 hours a day. <laughs> There's going to be Star Wars on Direct, 24 hours. There was going to be past shows, interviews, and things like that. There's going to be, you know, probably shows like Star Wars Action News that hopefully will coming will be coming into the Star Wars on Direct. Nathan, 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 Chrono Radio is going to be is going to be on that as well. You know, we're going to have
2: interviews. with Some fan work stuff too. Definitely, works, a lot of
6: fan work stuff. The, the The idea of Star Wars on Direct is to be the voice of Star Wars fan, fandom. Therefore, bring, everyone's voice. all of the fan audio together under on one spot. Where you're gonna be able to listen to it easily. Yeah, totally. That's pretty much it. So. Thank you for listening to Star Wars on Direct. Cause it was great. Thank you for coming, Brian.
2: It was no problem.
6: And, uh, I guess I can't tell you when the next show is gonna be. I can't tell you what the next show is gonna be about. Although I have, like, a really good idea in my head right now. And
2: well, you know what you could do is you could probably, like, put, like, a little ad could record a little ad and put it inside the streaming. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. And then you just repeat it.
6: That's exactly what's going to happen. awesome. (laughs) It's such a good idea. And, as I said, uh, yeah. There's going to be a show. We just don't know when, but there will be one. I promise you guys. On this note, I wish you a very happy holiday season. I wish you all the best for the next year. I hope that you all get your uh, Star Wars... Gifts that you wanted to get This uh, this holiday season Especially the Star Wars Vault Book Because it's so amazing um, I wish you again All the best for the new year And uh, I will talk to you Next time on Star Wars Undirect The voice of Star Wars Fandom
5: You were listening to Star Wars Undirect The voice of Star Wars Fandom